that you had not seen before you're like it's a bear <laughs> and it's just <laughs> ursa ring and i'm like it's a bear with a circle on it and you're like it's just a bear and i'm like yeah good old pokemon All right. gen 27 now well ursa ring was gen 2 actually really yeah well i guess jinx is just a man <laughs> and mr mime is kind of just a man also no they're circus performers so they're weird Weird enough to be Pokemon. Yeah, well, it's like uh, they were talking about in the new Pokemon Arceus. What is it called? The Cthulhu Man. What's his name? Deoxys? Which one? No, the man who wrote Cthulhu. Oh, yeah. H.P. Lovecraft. What about Yeah. It, okay, so they were talking about like how Lovecraftian it is to be walking through uh, a field at night, and then you turn your camera, and you see a Jinx or a Mr. Mime just out there doing <laughs> some weird shit, and you're just like... This is horrifying under the moonlight. <laughs> and then uh, Chris Reagan was like, you know, you're actually selling the game for me right now. <laughs> that sounds like amazing. Wait, it's, it's funny because like this is the like I've been playing it and this game happens to be the most scary or involved like hands on Pokemon because every other Pokemon, your character can't get hurt. Like you pass out and you wake up at the Pokemon Center or whatever. You white out, black out, whatever. In this game, any little Pokemon walk down the street Half of them are inc incredibly aggressive where you'll just walk around, you'll see a, a Bazile or whatever, and he'll look at you and he'll just get an angry symbol over his head. And next thing you know, he's just firing off a hydro pump at you as you're walking by. And if you're not paying attention, they will just mess you up. You get like two or three hits, I think, depending on the Pokemon. And then you wake up back at base camp and they're like, you got a couple of knocks on the noggin there. Meanwhile, I'm like, that Bazile just broke my neck with pressurized water. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. That's confusing. I'm not, I'm actually Nave. I was joke. It was a joke. But each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener. If this game's the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. You know, I thought that was a funny joke, when, but as soon as I did it, I got I had flashbacks, multiple back-to-back, ass-to-ass, if you will, that... uh. <laughs> when I'm trying to find someone's name in a podcast and I have to go further than like two minutes in and I'm like, someone's first episode is this one. And they're going to think I'm Philip for like five episodes. So, and I'm Philip. Oh, hello, Philip. How are you hey. doing today? We were talking about Arceus. That's probably all going to make it into the pod. So depends on who's editing this one. I think it's me. So it probably is. What was my question even going to be? How are you liking Arceus? I don't have a Switch anymore. Uh, well, uh, that goes right into your games we've been playing. I'll go ahead and talk about Arceus, even though I wasn't planning on talking about it. I am taking it incredibly slow. I'm slow milking this game as much as it can be. Like, I'm still in the first zone catching Bidoof's. Even, well, not intentionally. Like, I've already maxed out my Pokedex on Bidoof's because the way the game works... Instead of just catching one to fill out the Pokedex entry, it's like you need one of each gender. You need 25 regular Bidoofs. You need 10 extra large, extra wide Bidoofs. And like, it's hard to find those honking Bidoofs, but they're out there. You sound like, what are you, some kind of just no, child Noah's Ark? Like, what is going on? Well, it seems like, well, yeah. And then it's like you also need to evolve so many Bidoofs into the, the what's the big Bidoof called? Bibrio? Big Bidoof. Yeah, big. Doof. I don't know. Yeah, Keith, the, Keith yeah, uh, little from, doof. <laughs> I was gonna say Keith from uh, Main Quest is gonna be pissed off that we don't know that. 
Well, I only like Bidoof. Big Bidoof is ugly. I'm just going to say it. Like, there's a lot of, bad. Dude, there's a lot of Pokemon that when they grow up, they get ugly. I guess that says uh, says something about us. But yeah, As it's people. like, like uh, Bulbasaur is tight, but Venusaur is hideous. I'd rather just have Bulbasaur all the time. Give him an Everstone or whatever it is to make him never evolve. Have you seen the game theory where they talk about why Pokemon might evolve? Where it's like they are adapting to a hostile environment and becoming more aggressive with their states because you're fighting with them all the time? Because the Pokemon that are kept as pets stay babies like forever. But the Pokemon that are fighting are turning in, going from Charmander to full-size dragon with wings to defend themselves. Some of them. Some of them remain yeah. really stupid. <laughs> like some, of them, some of them are evolutionary dead ends. All right, speaking of dead ends, Nave, uh, I know control. <laughs> That's so mean. What was that? Wait, no. <laughs> I wasn't referring to you as a dead end. Yeah, I was referring no. to it control, sounded, the game. It sounded like you. Okay. Have you started control yet? No, I have not started control yet. Has it left Game Pass already? I think it's leaving in like two days. By the time the listeners hear this, it'll leave. There's a lot of games leaving Game Pass that are really good. So unfortunately, th- yeah, I think they're already going to be gone by the time this episode comes out. But... I don't know. There's another game on that list of games leaving where I was just like, well, not playing that till it leaves Game Pass. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, something might be wrong with me. I might be a little spiteful. Nave, I recommend playing Control, though. It's good. Hell yeah. Who was it that we had on that was talking about it? It was it side questing Eric. Yeah. No, it was, was on it? our show. Yeah, he talked okay. about it. Because I remember telling you to, if you, because you were editing, and I was like, because he spoiled a, uh, a a really hilarious boss fight. That was already spoiled for me. I'd already seen it. I was like, Philip, if you don't want that spoiler in there, then be, be, like, be liberal with the beeps. And then yeah. he was just like, oh, sorry. I didn't know we couldn't cuss. And I'm like, Do I no, no, not that. <laughs> the spoiler. I just, I don't know why I remember that specifically. Well, uh, let me just put a little damp on your uh, self-destruct over here. But the ending is a little, little meh. But the journey there is good. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks really fun, and I like, uh, I really like Remedy, so. Yeah, I loved Alan Wake and American Nightmare. It was really good. Is it, didn't Remedy do the Crossfire X campaign? Crossfire X is supposed to be really, really bad. I actually didn't get to play it any. I don't know, you keep talking about this bad shooter that I don't know if I'm ever actually going to play it. Well, I was excited for it, because I think it's supposed to be like a big deal in China or something. I was like, how is it so fucking broken? And Because I thought it was just going to be a port, but apparently it's like a full-on like re-release, like remake of the original game. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's I weird. mean, it looks like it would be fun if it, if it functioned properly. But I can't say anything because I haven't played it. I've just seen a bunch of clips. Like people like not being able to aim down sights randomly. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know. You talk about that, but have you seen the Halo glitches in the campaign? Yeah, I, I would get some glitches in Halo occasionally, but have you seen how people like are speedrunning Halo Infinite? Yeah, with the Pelican and all, whatever that business is. So fucking cool, dude. Or like if you if you stand on top, if you jump on top of a fusion coil and then jump, like look straight down at the fusion coil, jump and then use your grappling hook to pull the fusion coil up to you. It like launches you like you're in Dragon Ball Z up into the fucking air and they you yeah. know they start flying. It's like. It's really fucking funny, but it's really cool. I hope they never patch that. Yeah, that's never great. remove it. Don't patch that. I'm really upset that they patched out the fucking people spawning in like different places at the beginning of multiplayer oh, matches. That's so Because those are fucking great. I, I, I miss those memes already. 
Just zooms over just, staring at the wall. Yeah, there's just a dude by himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the game of, where is he? Can I see him right now? Is he in the screen? Sometimes they're like tiny. They're like the same color as the background, and they're like way off behind a tree. It's like great. All right, Nate, what have you been playing? I haven't really been playing anything but Pokemon. Uh, but I tried out two of the indie games that I bought last week. And, uh, so I tried out the messenger. See, I, this is weird. Cause we, we talked about, I talked about buying these last week. I don't remember if I talked about playing them, but I played the messenger. It is indeed very hard. Um, the checkpoint system is a little brutal. I'm really bad at two dimensional games as well. So this game's supposed to like harken back to like Ninja Gaiden and stuff. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure how close that is because I never played the 2D ones, but like if you like so many times I'll go for something and then I just fuck up the double jump because in this game in, the, in order to double jump you have to attack something first and then it lets you shadow step in the air, but sometimes you don't hit the thing you think you're about to hit and then you just fall into spikes. Oh, no. And you're just like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And you're just trying to jump out of the spikes. And you're just taking more and more <laughs> damage. And then you die and you're just like, ah, I shouldn't have went for that one coin. Or it's like, they're like little essences. Little, I don't know what they are. But but the message is also very funny. It's uh, There's this scene where you go to the shopkeeper and there's a cabinet in the far left. And if you keep clicking on it, then, he, then something funny will happen. There's an achievement tied to it. So any people like me that check games achievements before they go into it you will probably know that you have to click on that thing but if you click on it a bunch then something will something funny will happen and i won't ruin it because this game is cheap and i think a lot of people who listen to this like the idea of an old school 16-bit ninja gaiden game like a spiritual successor so it's especially since it's so funny like it's constantly breaking the fourth wall but uh go click on that cabinet in the store a lot and then i also was playing uh unsighted there's another podcast that reached out to me, and I think they want to talk about this game. But now that I've played it a little bit, uh, I think I'm probably going to try and play as much as I can because it's very unique. It's very interesting. This game has been on my radar since it came out because uh, Sacred Symbols and I think Defining Duke also uh, talked about this game. But um, it's like, a, uh, it's like a, a Link to the Past kind of how it plays. I mean, that probably sells a lot of people. But you're, you're all like androids. And something cataclysmic happened. I can't remember what it, exactly it was because I literally played it like Monday, the day after we recorded last week, and I haven't played it since. Basically, all the androids' lives are running out because they're everyone's running out of energy. Like they can't. Like you have to go out and find energy, but you can. Every android can see how long, how many hours are left in their life. You can see like you have a little fairy. Basically, it's basically Navi from uh, Zelda. And you, every time you talk to it, you see it's like I have a, I have 132 hours left before I p become a zombie. Basically, they don't even just die; they become zombies. They're the enemies that yeah. you fight in the overworld, and it's really it's really horrifying, actually. Like at first, I was like, "This is a cool mechanic," and then as I played, I would I just I would just notice. I'm like, "Oh shit! It's been five hours." You know what I mean? I would be like, "Oh god," because it's obviously not real time hours. It's a uh, in-game hours i think every second is a minute in the game right so i think even though i've only been playing for like 20 minutes i think or like not well it shows up how long i've been playing this oh wow i played this game for like three hours <laughs> i whoops. longer than 20 minutes <laughs> yeah i thought that i only played it for a little bit i must have played a bunch of it but um yeah 
it's a really interesting game. And if that freaks you out, because it does existentially kind of freak you out, because you can go into the pause menu and look at your contacts, and you could see everyone that you've talked to. You could see how long they have left to live. It's it's creepy. And like you find this dust, and you could give it to people to extend their life, or you can use it on yourself to extend your own life. I don't know. It's really cool. Uh, I won't talk about the story. I won't spoil anything. But I mean, that's all kind of spoilery. But uh, I'm yeah. glad you brought up that uh, the Android clock thing because that's what I was going to bring up. If you didn't, that is uh, very spooky. It makes me think of uh, Dark Souls. How everyone that pretty much goes to the Forgotten Lands or whatever uh, I forgot what it's called the land where everyone goes, like the Undead Asylum, they're all undead people, and everyone has an unseen clock of how long until they become hollow and they become the monsters in the same area. Yeah, so, it's like, They're out there, like, Solier is also undead. And it's like, Solier never gives up, though. He doesn't go hollow, and he just goes insane from the, uh, the head crab. Spoilers for Dark Souls 1. Yeah, spoilers. That's a sad part. I did not like doing that, that little side quest. Oh, yeah, but also if that... I, I forgot to finish my thought. But uh, if that freaks you out, the little time clock thing that keeps you going, because people are actively, their time is ticking down. Like even the shopkeepers, even everyone is, is slowly about to die. And um, if that freaks you out, then you can turn that off in the settings at any time in the game. Like if you're like, oh, God, I don't want the shopkeeper to die. And you start freaking out and just say no to that. Yeah, just say no to death. Speaking of saying no to death, uh, big spoilers for Dragon Quest Eleven. Nave, I am now 90 hours into the game. And oh. I'm not how now I'm starting to wonder if I have passed you in in story beats. I'm at the very end. Does a rock and a hammer mean anything to you? Not off the top of my head. I might have just erased okay. it from my memory. What about a whale and a fishing rod? Yeah. The whale, okay. I know what the whale is. Alright, I'm right after the whale. Have you and have you rolled credits yet? No. Wait, there's is there more than one credit roll? Yeah, there's more than one credit oh, roll. Oh, no. When does this game end? Never, dude. I told you. You fucking made a mistake. I just <laughs> got mistake, the game back Philip. together. Oh, that's a good scene. And then yeah. and then one character. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that, that's what threw me. Because you were like, you haven't got the final character. And I'm like, nave, nave, nave. There is only so many character slots on the character screen. You Like, what's going <laughs> to... Like, I didn't think about it at the time. Uh, spoilers, you lose one of the characters someone doesn't make it and you get a replacement for that slot. And I was like, how, where are they going to put this new character slot? Like it's, it's just, it doesn't work. Well, spoiler for the sport. Well, no, never mind. Fuck it. Cause you're, you're not there yet, <laughs> obviously. So obviously go on. <laughs> yeah. The okay, game yeah. is, the game never ends even. So like, you're like, Oh, it's over. And then it's like, the game's not over by the way. If you want to continue, if you hit continue, there's more shit and you're like, no. And then you continue and then you fight a huge thing, and you're like, finally, the game is over. And then you're like, oh there's another guy over there. And you're like, no! And you go over there and fight that guy, and you beat him. And then you're like, finally, the game is over. And then you're like, okay, well, here's another. Th and you're like, no! It just fucking keeps <laughs> oh happening, God. dude. Well, this, it's, it's not even like it's not even like just one-off, like, oh, there's another boss you need to go clear. It's like there's a whole new campaign you need to clear. Because, like, the first, I'm like, all right, this is very beat by beat. We travel around. We collected the six Dragon Balls. We built the party. Let's do this. Let's go fight the big bad. And then it's like, twist. Big bad wins. And I'm like, that, that could have been the end right there. They're like, <laughs> I got the ultimate power. I had the Dragon Balls. It's, it was over. And they're like, nope. They, you know, separate everyone from the party. 
it's like you then play out everyone's like side story of what they're doing while your main character is like in a coma somewhere. <laughs> well, you know, the best part is because it's like whenever you get to that part you're talking about where you're like, that could have been the end. It reminds me of when you're playing League of Legends and then you kill, you're killing Baron Nasher and you get it to one hit and then Kha'Zix jumps over the wall and smites it and then jumps back over the wall. It's like, thanks for, <laughs> oh, no. thanks for unleashing me, fuckers. You know what I mean? That's what the end boss basically does. Yeah, that's what he does. It's like literally like you're going to get the god weapon, the god slayer, so you can kill evil god. From you know, from Godfrey, <laughs> and then evil God shows up and says, "Yoink! Thank you for unlocking." Okay, so that's just it. Is like it's in Ocarina of Time. Like I was just listening to Play Long's Ocarina of Time thing, and they specifically reference how Ganondorf probably wouldn't have taken over Hyrule if Link didn't move the Master Sword that was sealing the door to the Sacred Dude, Realm. That's that had exactly the it. That's exactly yeah. it. He needed that door open and he had no idea how to open it. That's why he kept going to the castle and fucking trying to, he's trying to figure out how to open the door of time. But Link's the one that does that. But then the, yeah. everything that ev- bad that ever happens in the game is because Link opened the fucking door. Yeah, so you do that. And so your team gets scattered across the space, you know, all over the planet again. And you got to get the team back together. And then along the way, I collected a Dragon Ball. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm going to need to collect the Dragon Balls too. So you start collecting Dragon Balls, which they're all in the same place. So it's not, it wasn't too bad. So I'm collecting Dragon Balls. Yeah, I'm some people already had teammates. some. Yeah. So you, know, you literally show up and you're like, oh, hey, what up, Eric? And he's like, golden Dragon Ball? And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Let's move along. So yeah, and now I have the team back together. And they're like, all right, now that you got the team back together, we just need to get the God weapon. We're going to create a new god weapon to kill the evil god that has the other god weapon. And you're going to go out there and Star Wars sword fight with him. And I'm like, please, let this be the end. <laughs> let me, Dude, let it this just be like, the final thing. I love it. When you're like, you're like trying to explain these. So you're like, I think maybe I'm past you now. And then I'm like, have you rolled credits yet? And you're like, what? There's another one. There's more. Yeah, dude. <laughs> god. All right, let's just move this along. Yeah, now's the time for our news updates, which actually is relevant to our game of the week, which is uh, Pokemon. We'll talk about how we played the Pokemon later on. But, Nave, this is a follow-up to the news of our last couple weeks. Nice. We've been keeping track of where you have. I've been looking at other things. So as of February 2nd, the official Pokemon YouTube channel put all the Pokemon music from Pearl and Diamond, including the sound effects of like level ups, uh, just like little doorbell, like all the tiny little like one-off sound effects. Like you remember how we talked about that channel, old Sunner Gunner or whatever it was called, Gun Sunner? Yeah, Dave Matthews. Yeah, Dave Matthews, man. Yeah, that channel got, you know, it's gone now. Rest in peace. But Nintendo, or not Nintendo, the official Pokemon YouTube channel, I assume it's from Nintendo America or Game Freak maybe. I don't know who manages it. But definitely not game freak they're probably probably microsoft yeah no i don't (laughs) think it's microsoft but they put up just all of this content based on like ripped straight from the game and i'm just like what is going on anymore like is this like the answer to that or was this already a planned occurrence Uh, it might it's probably an answer i is it like so is it one long video with all of the sound effects and stuff yeah sadly it is it's one like three hour long video that's obnoxious it but is. also, I don't blame them for not making a million videos. <laughs> this is the uh, sound effect for walking through a door, and th- that's the video. For yeah, like I mean, they, they have it like labeled too in the <clears throat> video of like each sound. Oh, effect. like the chapters in the timeline bar. 
No, they didn't do the chapters, sadly. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just put it in the video. As Dude, like, those, this is what sound effects playing. Those chapters are amazing. I almost want to go back into my YouTube videos, all my walkthroughs, and like label achievements in there. But that sounds like a lot of work. Maybe and I also day. don't know how to do it. So, I mean. I think it's somehow with the description, like when you put it in there. I haven't done it either. All right. What were we talking about? So, um, there, so there's, a, the also, there's this game called Martha's Dead that uh, is censored on PlayStation, but not anywhere else. So if you play it on PlayStation, it's censored. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly how it's censored, but a lot of people are sharing a video of, did I show you the video? No, but I'm pretty good. I don't think I need to see it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so it's, it's not horrible. It's nothing you haven't seen in like horror movies, but it's just like you, you have a, you're, I guess the person's having a dream and in the dream, there's a dead body of a woman and you're like, get a razor blade and you carve her face off. And mm -hmm. like that's like a, a you have to use the analog stick to carve the face. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a well that memory just flew away out of my head, so never mind. You carve her face off and then you wear her face and it changes the environment. You know, kind of like the lens of truth in Ocarina of Time, since we're talking about Zelda so much. Okay, that's but, um, actually pretty interesting. Very thematic. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was kind of interesting too. Like a lot of people are arguing like Sony's correct to censor this, and I'm oh, like, what no. the it's fuck? It's gratuitous. Like, are you serious? Well, that, I don't even think that's what's censored. Like, I think that's censored, but I think someone was saying what was censored was you don't actively do the thing in in PlayStation. You just it just happens in a cutscene. I'm like, and that's even weirder. Like, like what? Why would go through the trouble? Like, why? I don't. Ah, I don't know. But um, it's like if if something's if you think something's objectively horrifying, there should be maybe a toggle. Like, you know, whenever you play Modern Warfare 2, the no Russian the mission, it's like, yeah. hey, something horrifying, like a fucking war crime happens. If war crimes scare you, you could turn this shit off. You know what it is by now. You know what I mean? Because it was like after it was like there's a huge controversy. And then afterwards, they fucking put in a thing to where anyone who first turned on the game could turn off no Russian. And they did the thing, too, where there because that was like a whole mission. But that was like one of the only missions you weren't required to do to complete the game on veteran to get the veteran achievement, you know? So you can just skip no yeah. Russian because no Russian is actually kind of hard too because you have to fight you have to fight police officers and shit. There's there's opportunities to die. It's not just mowing down people. But what was I talking about? Censorship. Censorship yeah, is dumb. We're just kind of talking it. about like gaming in the news. Well, the 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 weird thing is is that Sony's the worst about this. Like you would think it would be Nintendo. There like there are titty anime girl visual novels that make it onto fucking Switch that get censored on fucking PlayStation Four. Isn't that strange? You would think Nintendo yeah, would be weird. the one. Nintendo's usually more family friendly. Like Devil May Cry Five came out, and only on the PlayStation platform, uh, there are scenes where you could see, uh, you could see female ass, ass of the female. But then there are like giant glowing god rays over her ass crack on the PlayStation, and like it's like that's a weird hill. You know what I mean? Like everyone else didn't do that. All that does is like put a spotlight on you that you're weirdly worried about the anatomy of the female body. Like, it just, I don't know. I'm, it's like, it's a super weird hill to die on. I think Doki Doki Literature Club is censored as well, which is fucking, tr I, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. But I just saw, I was just wa watching all of this happen in the periphery of, like, our uh, Twitter channel. And, our Twitter channel. I don't know what the fuck, I'm, I'm so old. But yeah, I'm like just seeing this. I'm just seeing people talking about it, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's weird. And every time it happens, it's just like one more notch in my head of, yeah, Sony did this. Sounds like a controversy. Yeah, I don't really Are care that much.
I do. I am probably going to play it because I like those horror games. Are you ready for your new segment that we started nat- last week? What would Nave buy? Nave is a avid shopper. He gets anything on sale pretty much. He's like, I'll play this later. So what did you decide you're probably going to play later? Yeah, two... Tuesday is my favorite day because that's the day the Xbox store updates and gets the new sales. Uh, the games I bought, well, Oddworld, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath got re-released last Friday, so <clears throat> that was pretty, you know, fucking tight. I love that game. I probably purchased it like five times now. Like I purchased it on the Xbox. I think I purchased it on the PS2. I think I bought it on the, I definitely bought it on the Vita. I think I bought it on Steam. You know what I mean? It's fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's where It's like just as bad as Skyrim for me. But uh, yeah, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, really cool. I love Stranger. He's an awesome character. Um, if for anyone who's played it, uh, Mole's Asses. And uh, I think I made five or six people laugh just now. But I also bought our game last week that we talked about. Well, Philip got a review copy of Ollie Ollie World. So I went ahead and threw him some, I threw him 30 bucks. I picked up the game. It's very fun. Um, it's one of those games where I don't want to play it on, with my elite controller because I'm afraid I'm going to give my controller stick drift. Like I don't, it's like I don't play skate with on because it's like I don't know what it is about those games, but you have to use the analog stick to like ollie and do tricks and stuff, and you could do it gently or you can slam the stick it. against the yeah, I yeah, snap just, it every time. Just fucking rah, fucking slam it up like you're fucking shifting gears in an anime. I, I it worries me. So I played it for about 20 minutes. I was like, I need to use a different controller. I grabbed my other controller, didn't have batteries in it, and I went, I guess I'm not playing All the Other Worlds. So I fucking... <laughs> but All the Other Worlds pretty fun. Uh, I was beating your fucking scores, dog. Like, I lo- oh, You're the only you friend my on my friends list besides Maka. Yeah, you, I can see your scores. Yeah, I'm pretty trash. Also, what's cool, because you, you, you didn't see... I, I assume you didn't see any of this because you were playing a preview copy, but in the loading screens, it shows like a skater... I could see yeah. you and Maka, like it, you guys would pop up. So I know what your character okay, looks like. Okay, so that's pretty cool because uh, I was just seeing like definitely developer characters or something like that. They were generic yeah. and they had generic names like Bunny Hop Forty Seven, and it just has like a very <laughs> generic looking skater on it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, that that I thought that was pretty cool. I, unfortunately, I only have two friends, so it would be you. The next loading screen would be Maka's guides, and then the next loading like four or five loading screens would be just generic people. Anyway, all right. Well, oh, there's more. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you bought a lot this week. <laughs> uh, Circa Infinity is it was like fifty cents, and whenever I looked at it, it's just like a uh, eight bit uh, rhythm platformer kind of. I would say where I think I think it's a rhythm platformer, but there's definitely like a bump in soundtrack. And what's cool is like so you're inside of a circle, and like you jump to the others. Like so you're imagine a circle, right? Imagine there's a little stick man. But imagine a stick man standing inside of the circle, and then whenever you, and you can jump in the circle, but then you could flip to the other side of the circle. So now you're standing on okay. the outer ring of the circle, and yeah, there's there's constantly shit inside and outside rotating and like, you know, trying to hit you. I don't know. It looked really cool, and it was really cheap. I think it's only like five dollars when it's not on sale. So, but uh, another game I got was Monster Prom XXL, a visual novel. Um, don't, don't turn off the podcast, everyone. Hold on. Give me a second. This game's co-op. So, uh, I decided to buy it for me and Philip for, you know, $4 each. And, uh, I think we're going to try it out. Maybe, maybe it might be in a future episode. Who knows? Maybe we're going to get a date for the prom, Philip. Not excited, but I am interested to see how they do the co-op. What's really interesting about the game is it looks like it's supposed to be replayable. So um, I think the visual, I think the entire game in a, in one playthrough can be done in like an hour, 
or like maybe less. Isn't that what you said, Philip? I think you looked oh, this it up. The how long to beat said. Because I was telling him about that. And he was like, no way. Visual novels take way longer than that. And he's right. Visual novels are like 40, 50 hour investments usually of, of reading, of doing nothing. That, like you just reading <laughs> like, stuff. I can read a book in that time. It's like you are reading a book, Philip. Kind of. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's supposedly pretty fast. And uh, it's kind of like a party because it is more than two player co-op. I think it's up to four. And you kind of just go through Monster High School and uh, get a date. So I'm going to get a pretty boy. That description is pretty cringe. Yeah. I, <laughs> this is how you know I'm super open to video games. I'm like, I don't play anything. You give me, you put Barbie's Horse Ride Adventures for $2 on sale, and I'll probably buy it and try it out. I'll be like, <laughs> hmm, maybe. You know, well, you never know if if like, I, okay, yeah. I'm babysitting a, 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 and I, I'm like, oh, I just don't happen to have this fucking game like here, sit in front of the TV. I know what you mean. Like I'm looking at Game Pass and there's some of those games that just look terrible, but I'm like, I might have to give it a shot because like I love kart racers. And then I saw one from like that, that YouTube channel, the Ryan Toys thing or whatever. Yeah. It's like a kart yeah. racer on there. And I'm like. I'm going to have to try this now. Like, it's like I want to play all the car racers I can. I still am looking for... Um, Did you play the Garfield on. one? Dude, that's what I was about to say. Like, I'm waiting for the Garfield <laughs> one. To either come on Game Pass, or if I just see it for, like, maybe a dollar somewhere, I might grab it. Dude, but, you might find the Garfield game in a bargain bin somewhere. Yeah, the Garfield, oh. Garfield cart. I hate Mondays. <laughs> Which... <laughs> that's just one of the weapons you get in the box it's just monday <laughs> and everyone's just like oh it's sad i'm just driving slower now that could be the lightning that comes down like yeah. in uh, mario kart it's like it's monday everyone's Dude, like oh hit us up video game developers we're oh we're great God. at this we're just chocked full of fucking ideas okay so those are the games nave picked up this week and dear co-op listeners at home this is the part where i come in and i say how about you go support us on patreon Give us a chance to play games that aren't on Game Pass. With your little tiny reoccurring donation, now you can quit his job as a mailman and work full-time for gaming together. Hell yeah. A full-time editor. I, you know, hey. aren't I the one that's constantly complaining about editing and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you already complained about your normal job. Which, <laughs> I think I just... Did you play uh, Lake yet on Game Pass? No, I didn't, but I... I... Man, I need to because uh, I saw it like twice on my Twitter timeline from two different people like posting screenshots going, hey, this game's actually really good. I Like shout out to this indie game, you know, everyone should try this out. And I bought that game. So I owned it for a long time. And so it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just own so many games that it's hard to remember and keep track of things. Like generally, genuinely how I decide what I'm going to download on my Xbox, I just sort by most recently acquired, and then I just go down like three pages, and then I just kind of wander around in that area, just seeing if there's anything in there that I missed. Well, this was um, Lake is a um, slice of life, life, slice of life type <laughs> game, where you step into a overworked, a la Stardew Valley type character, where you're you know leaving the big business to just kind of work as a mailman in a small lake town. It's about being a mailman. I didn't tell you that. That's why I brought it up. I'm like, oh no, Dave, you get to be a mailman in this game. You might have told me already. Yeah, that sounds like something you'd immediately go to the mailman that you know. <laughs> like, Look, <laughs> this is one for Representation you. Representation matters, Nave. Yeah, no one wants to play what they do for a living. <laughs> no one, no one's like, oh, I'm excited to come home and play Construction Worker Simulator <laughs> now that I'm home from my construction, construction job. Construction work. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. 
now I'm just trying to think of all games that have mailman's in it. So let's see. There's Yoki's Wind Island Waker. Express. Yeah, Yoki's Island Express. Wind Waker. There's a mailman mini game. Um, let's see what else. Is there? Is there a mailman yeah. video, video a mini game in Grand Theft Auto Five? Seems like there would be. I feel like that's something. They don't. Well, no, because there's no way. I would know. I feel like I would know. I I do. I did so much in Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. Uh, totally reliable delivery service. Almost mailman, but focuses yeah. on package delivery. Mm. Uh, Paperboy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't want to say Paperboy because uh, I didn't want to get the unions from the paper delivery service and the mail service mad at me for comparing the two because I've heard there's quite a bit of tension. Yeah. Well, the mailman. The mailman union's already upset because you brought up uh, basically FedEx. <laughs> They're fucking oh, okay. arch enemies, but I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's making me angry. Okay, uh, do you want to save this Twitter biz for whenever we get into the meat? Because I think that's going to be a, a big involvement with this discussion. Uh, God, you're going to make me splice the fucking Twitter. <laughs> you're going to make me remember. Hold on. Let me go look, because I I didn't post it until like 5 o'clock, and it's... Oh, I didn't know you posted something. I thought we were o'clock. just going to talk about our stream we've been doing. The, uh, what's it, the... The long twit post. What's oh called? yeah, there's a lot of twit. There's a lot of Twitter involvement with this episode. It's like a uh, what are those games? ARPGs or whatever. Yeah, AR, AR, AR games. Augmented reality. I was thinking games. alternate reality. I don't know. What the, oh. I don't know what it means. Yeah. So we had a long Twitter thread. Every time we, every time we got done with the day of playing Pokemon, we went. I went onto the Twitter and updated this big ass thread of everybody who i could tag that we named okay so this is important this is important for the story we named all of our pokemon in this pokemon nuzlocke after people who we who have been like interacting with us people who have been lifting us up like other podcasts mostly like people who we've been interacting with unfortunately after like halfway through the game we started getting like fuzzy on like everyone so like if you're if you're not in here sorry but like we also killed and didn't catch a lot of pokemon we'll explain the nuzlocke rolls later but yeah so i went into this big ass twitter thread tagged everyone who we named after i I put pictures of what pokemon they got because we also named two pokemon after these people one in my game one in philip's game i also posted whenever we finished I posted our Pokemon that we won the we beat the Elite Four with. Spoiler alert, we we win. We finished the game. That's it, yeah. I posted right. the normal Twitter thing, but you know, no one's gonna reply to it probably. Well with that, are you ready for our break then? Yep. How long has it been? 30, 40 minutes? It's pretty it's pretty normal. Alright, and the music plays. Bum 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 dum bum bum bum. Okay, co-op listeners, at this point I forgot to remind Nave to do the Twitter thing. So we are now doing it in the future. Yes, yep. this, is the, this was after the end. So yeah, uh, play Twitter along. Yeah, we'll just do it real quick. Uh, play along podcast, uh, wrote in twice. Well, basically, also, my, twi- my tweet was like, you know, wh- what's the best starter and why is it Squirtle? And then I was like, what's the best game? Play along wrote in and said, best, startle- best starter hands down is Rawlette. He's an adorable owl. How can you not love him? And then he also wrote in and said, the best game is probably Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. I'm not the biggest fan of Generation 2, but giving you access to 16 gems and a whole other region is pretty amazing. Plus, randomizing it really fixes uh, the big issues I have with that game. Which the whole randomizing thing, I think we gushed about already. But um, yeah, it's awesome. You'll hear it later on. <laughs> You'll hear it later on in the episode. All right, list off podcast. is. Uh, he said, uh, it is Squirtle. You are correct. Squirtle is the best. Um, and then the CS podcast. 
who is uh, about to get blacklisted because he says, obviously Bulbasaur is the best boy. Mm. I still go back and play the first-gen games quite a bit. Can't count how many times I've beaten them at this point. I played the hell out of blue and yellow growing up. Me dos. Me dos. What do you have to say about any of that, Philip? Um, well, I agree Squirtle is my favorite starter, but I'm also a big fan of Mudkip. I like Mudkip as well. Is Rowlet the grass Pokemon to Mudkip? No, Rowlet is the owl from Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. That explains why I don't recognize it, but it is pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, it He's is fine bad. if you are picking a starter from a different game, but if you go against my Squirtle, I will cut you up. Honestly, I, I just love up. the water types. I don't know what yeah. They're just good. I've always been a water type boy. I think blue is the closest color to purple as well. So I'm, I'm, I really like purple. Purple is the greatest color. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to send you guys back to past Philip and Abe. All right. Uh, yeah. Say hi fucking, for us. Fucking, I'm, oh, I'm over it. I'm done. How you feeling? A little scatterbrained. Do you need a bathroom break or anything? No. I just woke up. So I, that means I just peed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> everyone knows that oh excuse me and we're back all right nave let's go line by line with what we played this week because i don't even know what the title is going to be for this so we played a pokemon game boy advance game pokemon leaf green which is the remake of red and blue and green i guess <laughs> if you count that already getting complicated advance. yeah i know and so it is it's supposed to be gen one well we wanted to shake it up so we put on randomizer. So any Pokemon from Gen 1 to like Gen 4 or 5, I'm not sure. Everything before black and white was in the game. And just completely mixed up. You could go into where there's supposed to be a, rat a Rattata. Instead, it could be a Goldeen or Marowak or something like that. Or Mewtwo. <laughs> or Mewtwo. Yeah, if you want to get really wild. Insane. Like you will fight a bug catcher and he will drop a Deoxys on you. And you're like... <gasps> <laughs> Okay, so that's that's some of the randomizer. Our next bit is Nuzlocke, which is a kind of like a game challenge mode that's been pretty fatty, faddish, fad. It's a fad kind of where people are playing Pokemon games, and to increase the difficulty of a game that is famous for holding your hand and being very forgiving, they make it so if your Pokemon get knocked unconscious, which is a very common occurrence in the Pokemon games, instead of just being able to bring them right back, you count them Let's as dead. dead yeah they're dead they're gone forever once they get knocked out like that l7 song and then to make it co-op we played a new variant a relatively new variant called soulbound or soul soul binded soul bond soul, maybe soul bond well, so soul bond's they, a magic the gathering keyword so that i've been constant consistently calling it that but that's why <laughs> because i think of magic always thinking of magic okay. And Soulbound is when two people are playing Nuzlocke together and they have to catch their Pokemon at the same time in the same area and name them the same name. And if they die in one person's game, that Pokemon is dead in the other person's game. I don't know if naming them the same thing is part of the rules, but that's what we did because otherwise we would have no way of fucking keeping up with like who who was who. and Because that that's how it would go. We would just be like, uh-oh, Brad's dead. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, who's Brad on my team? Yeah, so all the names, all of course, that? we pulled from... Yeah, I think that completely explains... That's the, the broad explanation. If we were going to get a little nitty-gritty with it... Nave, what is uh, Pokemon's normal, like, core game loop? 
catch a Pokemon, catch a bunch of Pokemon, and then pick your favorites, put them in your party, fight other people's Pokemon until you beat all of the adults in the entire world. Yeah, because you're a 10-year-old finally leaving home for the first time. Mom says, go get him, go get him, son. Yeah, or and daughter. You just go out and you, you do your best. What was, uh, so you, you named yourself Philip. What did you name your rival in this game? Uh, I named my rival Red because I had named him in our first run, which, by the way, we actually lost our first run. Like, we started the game, we made it to the second town, and Nave wiped with a starter and just had, yeah. I don't even know what you had left. I think it was like a Mankey or something like that. You're like, I lost Articuno, and now I have a Mankey. And I'm like, Yeah, well, I fought a yeah. fucking, I fought a Graveler, and he hit my Articuno with a rock throw. And I was just like, Uh, he's level seven. And then he, my Articuno just got one shot. And I was like, you want to restart? We've only been playing for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So we ran it back. You got Articuno again, and I got Executor, the palm tree, which is a pro- strong start. They made it all the way to the final battle, which... Yeah, we actually... Jared, spoiler alert, but you lived. So if that's what you're listening for, he already knew he lived because he saw it in the picture, but... because yeah, Jared you, made it to the end. Clearly everyone in that last picture, it made it to the end because <laughs> they were there, but... I don't know. Maybe, maybe stay along for the ride, Jared. Maybe, maybe this is a funny and enlightening story of love and hope and uh, loss and tragedy. Which maybe you'll feel something. Into this game, this playthrough was an emotional roller coaster. I feel like it recontextualized Pokemon for me, especially some particular Pokemon species. I have grown more love for Nosepass than I have ever had before. And he wasn't even my Pokemon. Yeah, he was your Pokemon. <laughs> your Tom. Like every time I look over and see Nosepass on your team. Which, listeners tell them, Nosepass is a rock with a giant nose attached to it. And that's yeah. all it is. It's not, not a great design. No. It's not a great Pokemon either. It's a bad Pokemon. <laughs> no one would ever have this Pokemon. But his defense stats were really good. And he knew... Um, Thunderwave. Thunderwave, yeah. So you had him just for catching Pokemon. And be like, hey, Nave, <laughs> we're about to go out for a new Pokemon. You're like, let me grab Tom. You're like, go get him, Tom. <laughs> You put Tom up front because Tom can just tank hits for you and while you're like trying to catch this guy. And Tom's terrible at attacking, so he wouldn't kill the target. Yeah, so oh, he, God, Tom would so just funny. tackle and it just slowly whittled him down so that I can catch a uh, Mew. Or not Mew, but Mewtwo or something. Yeah, so Tom was really good for you. I thought that was so funny. He was like my second poke. He's like my second or third Pokemon, I think. Let me look at the spreadsheet. Yeah, because... Uh, I think your your nose pass was my Groudon. Yeah, so that was our second Pokemon. That was our second catch. Well, so we had we had a Route One, which is between a uh, hometown and the first town, and we failed to catch. I don't know. I don't remember how, but we we blamed Philip. It looks like in the in the spreadsheet, <laughs> it was my fault somehow. I probably just one hit him with Executor. I'm like, oh no, I'm stronger than I thought. Yeah. Well, at first I was like, how the fuck did you do that? But there. It is quite easy to not catch the Pokemon. There are, especially in a randomizer, uh, y- y- there are some things that can happen. <laughs> like there, and we will talk about that. We will talk about all of them because it sucks. Yeah. Uh, so there were many times where I would, I was gonna say like we should keep track, Nave. That way we can see who is the who's the dummy in the group. Who's the guy that keeps getting all our Pokemon killed? It was me. Like every every step <laughs> of the way. Like I was constantly killing Pokemon. Like. <laughs> You, it's not even this close. This strained like, our relationship. <laughs> like, th- this was, don't do this with someone that you care about. Because we, I was starting to become resentful to Philip for a little <laughs> while. Because I would lose, he would lose, like, 
a Goldine, and I would lose fucking Nitto King or something. You know, like it, I don't remember who is who because I'm not looking at this thing. But it was awful. It was very uh, one-sided. Who was losing the okay, Pokemon? Okay. Look, give me one chance to defend myself. It all came down to our overall tra- like training philosophy because most of the losses happened the second, the third day. That's where things really got rough so to, towards the end of the second day. Really? Well, I was going to say, I think all of the losses happened in the first day and the last day. Uh, I mean, like I think third day we did a lot of training. I don't remember. Uh, uh, we played so many days too. I think we played like five or six different days. We were doing this like every day, dear listener. I thought this was going to be an easy run. I'm like, how bad could this game be? But when your Pokemon are dying and you have to be like, all right, time to grind up a whole nother one from level five because he's trashed yeah. here and you got him way back when I'm like, oh, I'm never going to use Plusle, the Pikachu knockoff. <laughs> and, then, like, and then that's all you have left. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, Plusle, do the thing. <laughs> you know, electric moves, right? Yeah, which to put to to put a non sequitur kind of in here so we were playing this on the emulator i don't know it, how often i bring up but my computer is fucking trash like it's not it's not like tom from 1h1d where it's super old it's it's a modern computer and it can run games at like medium to high settings it crashes constantly for no reason like just without without warning and it's not that it crashes sometimes it does hard crash but Sometimes my keyboard turns off and never turns back on. And no matter where I plug it in, no matter what USB port it goes in, it just doesn't turn back on. It knows it's the key. It knows the keyboard's USB like fucking fingerprint, and it goes, "You're, you're not using this ever again until you reset me." It's oh it's God. so weird, and it can happen from like five minutes after I've turned the computer on. It's not even a thing of where you know RAM gets wonky because your computer's been on for five days. I know who you are, person who does that reset your computer right now but yeah uh so with that being said running an emulator and so the way that we did this is you know we ran an emulator philip was streaming with obs right so he had a cute little fucking setup with like it showed all of our pokemon i I recommend everyone who's listening go check out our twitch channel just to look at because he had a fucking setup you could see our pokemon party at all times you could see who at the end you could see where we were killing people it was great so he was running OBS. I was streaming my screen to him through uh, Discord, and I was just and he just muted me on Discord, so my Pokemon music wasn't coming through because it's obnoxious after you know, fifty oh, hours. Okay. I feel like I, w- I should have found some music to put over the top of it. Yeah, well, so at one point at the end, in order to calm me down because I was getting fucking angry, dear listener. Like if you want to hear me start getting a- actually angry, <laughs> there I was I was getting actually angry on stream last night. We eventually just put on uh, uh, Dungeons and Daddies. Last Christmas. Oh, yeah. Was it last Christmas? I, was, no, I don't remember. I remember <laughs> the thing that was calming me down was we were listening to a podcast, a really funny one. Did I adequately describe that? Yeah. I streamed to you through Discord. Oh, no. There was one other step. Because I was muted on Discord, how did Philip get my voice? Well, we were in an Xbox party chat. <laughs> So Philip's using Xbox part the Xbox app on his computer. I'm just using it on my Xbox and I'm talking through the Xbox party chat, which turns out was pretty nice because that was super low latency for him. And so and it made it to where I was kind of actually reacting like in time because with all of these things streaming to to each other, there's bound to be a lot of delay. Like especially in the very last day whenever we're listening to that podcast, I'm listening so Philip's listening to it on his computer, streaming it to Twitch. 
I'm listening to the Twitch stream, and then I so it's like they say something funny, right? I laugh at the funny thing, and I go, "Haha, that was funny." So in the stream, you would hear the funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Two minutes later, you would hear me laugh about the funny thing and talk about it. It, it was really strange. Yeah, that was weird. But at that point, we were just like power farming, so uh, we didn't care anymore. We <clears> were very tired, emotionally drained, and we just wanted to be over. So much so that, in fact, the next day after that power farming session, you were like, let's just end this. One way or another, it's game over. And I'm like, I don't think my team's strong enough, but let's yeah. do it. And we went for it. What was really nice, though, is that we had almost no overlap with our Pokemon at the end of the game. So that was pretty nice. That was pretty good. We, I think we only had two Pokemon that were the same at the end. Yeah. Well, it was like, um, oh, you mean obviously in names or species in, in names. Oh, also in species. We didn't really, with, with all of, with the huge, like library of Pokemon we, that we could potentially run into. It was actually confusing when we did actually catch similar Pokemon. Yeah. Cause we each had our own Mewtwo at different times. Yeah. We each also had that yellow guy, Mawile. Oh, Mawile. Yeah. Yeah. Which super weird. I feel like it's a Pokemon I never used in normal playthroughs. But because of this experience and having to use those Pokemons, it's nice to try something new. All right. Uh, non sequitur over. Do you remember what where we were in the timeline? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was explaining why I was murdering so many of our boys, our sweet little baby Pokemon. Oh, wait. Okay. I remember why I non sequitur away because you talked about how long we were playing. <clears throat> yeah. With all of that in mind, my game was oh, crashing yeah. probably 20 day, twenty times a day. That was contributing to my anger. <clears throat> so, Philip, do you remember? So in the game, uh, in the emulator, we had a speed up function that put it was going from 60 frames a second to like 500 frames a second. It was going like super fast. And yeah. that would affect the in-game clock. So do you? So if you were doing five times speed, the in-game clock was going five times fast. You know what I mean? So... Philip, do you remember what your time was in your Pokemon game? Um, yes, it was about 90 hours of in-game time for us to finish the game. In my in-game time, my in-game time, it would say like 41 hours. Now, to just explain what that means, that means because we weren't always playing at the same time. We never played separately. What that means is I lost like 30 hours of grinding. Just poof. Because my game would crash and I and I hadn't saved in like 15 minutes. It got to the point where I, I would just count to three, like three battles, and I would just save immediately. And then I would do three more battles and save and three more battles and save. It was terrible, listeners. Which the reason the times were not related to real world times, which uh, let me see if I can pull up and see how long these were. Okay, yeah, it took us about 18 hours of actual real time to beat this game. But we were playing with the game fast forwarded so we could do more grinding in that time. Cause otherwise it would have taken us 90 world hours for us to beat the game. Because when we finally beat it, I beat it by one Pokemon that ran out of PP. He couldn't use any moves. He struggled to kill the last <laughs> enemy to make it across my Sceptile, which who is my Sceptile named after? I got to give him the honor for this one. My, Sceptile? my Marco from audio pong. Yeah. Thank you. Shout Marco. Out to audio spirit. pong. The determination was clear in how that Sceptile was willing to struggle and almost kill himself to get us there. Everyone else on my team died. I only had... He was my last Pokemon on the last fight. Like, it's crazy to think... We, I'm like, Nave, I might lose against the last guy right here. I kind of just sprinted through that fight. <laughs> I I had a very, very strong Articuno who his soul died and because Philip, you know, lost his execute. But in that last fight. 
but I still had a really strong Ho-Oh. So I was like, I, I think I'm going to be okay. As long as he doesn't have a rock Pokemon or like a water Pokemon, which he didn't. So I just kind of slaughtered him. And then I just sat there and watched Philip struggle. <laughs> like <laughs> literally and and physically struggle for this fucking win, which I am hey, proud to say. That explains why I was losing Pokemon though. Like your Pokemon, you focus so much on Jared, your Articuno, because he was really good. And basically most of your team was Jared, who was like a level 70 something Articuno. Whereas my highest guy was like a level 60 Jared Executor. Or I think I had like a 62, maybe Nidoking. And we were not strong enough to one hit anybody in the Elite Four. So we were just like getting chipped down at each point. And we Well, were that is the thing. Because yeah. I think I think what how that happened was early on in the game, I lost a lot of my good Pokemon. Like I lost a Swamper, I lost a Charmander, that one was my fault. I lost uh Kingler, who who happened to be a really, really strong Pokemon for this. Phillips Pokemon would die. It would it would kill a really strong Pokemon of mine that I was training. So the only Pokemon that ended up at, in the aftermath of day one was Articuno, really. And everyone else was like a level 12 fucking Weedle or something. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah, want these... Yeah, like, Tangela. So my strategy early on was I don't give a shit about these Pokemon. I care about Jared. Jared is the fucking love of my life. I'm going to make sure he's as strong as possible so he never dies. And... He eventually, I think at the end when he was we were fighting the Elite Four, I think he we crossed the finish line with Jared being at like level 78 or something. Like he was really strong. And everyone else on my party was in their 50s, except Ho-Oh. I think Ho-Oh was like in the 60s because Ho-Oh was also very strong. But yeah, I literally, I would put Jared out there. Like if, if we ran into like a Voltorb, someone who could self-destruct, I would just be like, Jared, get out there. Because Jared would fucking tank it. Because he, his stats were so high, because his level was so high, that it he it, it didn't matter. Philip's strategy was more of a uh, communistic, if you will. <laughs> he, yeah, was, he was I, spreading it all out. I never let anyone get above a certain level. Like, I always made sure the losers were catching up. But that was my problem, is like, then one of the losers would die and take a huge chunk out of Nave's team. Where he's like... Well, I did put a few levels into that guy, and now he's just gone, gone. Yeah, because if we didn't establish the soul bond like hard enough, if Philip's character dies, then my character dies. No matter what, doesn't matter. Like I just lost him. So in my game, I was keeping track. The way that we kept track of who died, besides the spreadsheet, was we would put them in the Pokemon box in a dead folder because there are different like boxes you can use. So my box like 14 and box 13 were Purgatory and Valhalla, the people who vanished to the Shadow Realm. And the people who died in fucking glorious battle on my in my game. So at the end of the game, Purgatory was looking a little uh, crowded. All right, Nave. So this came up, I think, on day two, maybe, or three or something like that. I was saying, like, yeah, you know, uh, Gen 1 is definitely on the wonkier generations as far as difficulty curve and the way the HMs work and everything. They were still figuring it out. Next time, we should play, like, Gen 3 or 4, maybe one of the DS games. And at that point, you almost had like a reaction like, next time. So, Nave, yeah. now that we have completed our adventure and you've had a day to heal, when do you think we're going to do like a Diamond and Pearl Nuzlocke Soulbound? I don't know. I'm pretty wounded. My computer, if, if, it were, if, if I had a new computer, I would be a lot more open to it. Or if I could somehow use my phone. Like, if I could use my phone or something, like, or if we could download an emulator onto my Xbox. Like, if I could use anything else and then have this work properly, 
I probably would be more open to it. But the problem of the, losing like 35, 40 hours due to crashes, I had to almost, I usually had to reset everything whenever my game would crash. Like it would crash my whole computer. So I don't know. It was fucking pain. It was, it was pain. I don't, I don't, I, I, I think I verbatim said in the stream, I never want to play a Pokemon game again. <laughs> like this is <laughs> killing me. Well, that's an interesting take. Like, uh, there was many points where there was a Pokemon that you didn't recognize. So, as someone who hasn't actively been keeping up with Pokemon, what was it like playing against all these weirdos? It was, yeah, it was very strange. There were multiple times where I would get surprised by Pokemon, like a Pokemon that looks like stupid, but I didn't realize was strong against the guy I threw out. Um, <clears throat> uh, there were a lot of times where I was fighting trainers, and it was like, uh, it's about to send out Ugasaurasu, and I was like, uh, I can't really gauge <laughs> a type out of this. Because sometimes it's like, you're fighting Flowermon, or you're fighting Water Tortoise, and I'm like, oh, okay, I could probably Thundershock that, right? And then, yeah, so it was yeah. fine. Sometimes you'd run into a fish that was ground type also, and I'd just be like, why isn't Thunder working? And Phil was like, it's ground type, you idiot! And I'm like, ah, well, why would I? I can't, it's blue, a fish! <laughs> but... It was very strange. Jared watched for a little while, I think, on the second day, and he was saying that that was the most interesting thing, was just seeing me go, what is that? Is that a rock? And you're like, yeah, it's ice type. And I'm like, it looks like the Majora's Mask moon. What the fuck do I do against this guy? And then I oh, one-shot yeah. it with Jared. <laughs> but You know, it's funny, like, also, the using the different Pokemon, like, there were so many times when you're like, yeah, I'm definitely getting this loser off my team and keeping this one. And I'm like, you're going to keep Barboach on your team? And then it wasn't until like Barboach evolved at like level 39 or something like that. And he turned into the big Forever. round catfish thing that I'm like, okay, respect for the catfish. But Barboach looks terrible. Like, yeah, but Barboach became, form. whenever I lost my, well, I didn't lose Nose Pass actually. I switched him out. But, um, well, I did eventually. We have to go through, we have to go through chronologically and, and, and shout out everyone pretty soon. But, um, yeah, so. I don't know why I put Barboach in, but he ended up becoming he ended up replacing Tom in the Pokemon that would tank and just let me capture another Pokemon. He was also ground type. Like so it so that was why is because I thought that rock was the what was good against ground type, but it's actually ground. I, I mean uh, electric type. So my team was like full of water Pokemon. So I needed something to switch in whenever a Zapdos would just randomly appear out of a out of a uh, burglar's fucking Pokemon that yeah. he has. And so Barboach ended up being this like incredible clutch Pokemon for me. So do you want to go through the Pokemon now and kind of like because most people know what Gen One Pokemon story is, yeah? I would assume. Hey Philip, I can't hear you. I think Philip's cat assassinated his mic cord again. Test, test, test. Anything? All right, yeah, you're there. You're there. Okay. Cool. I probably you were probably because I wasn't looking at the at the Zencaster, so you were probably talking, and I just cut you off like hard. <laughs> and you're like, Every time. "Wow, Dave, okay." <laughs> but yeah. Right. Uh, well, first off, I think we should start with our like the the Hall of Fame, like maybe our final teams. Oh, our final team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can do some honorable mentions because it will take way too long to name everyone. I think I kind of do want to name everyone. I don't think it would take that long. Hold on, let me see. Because uh, I think that's what a lot of people are going to want to hear, is where they were, how they perished, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. But um, let me see. Uh, yep, I got the tweet up. Do you have the tweet as well? Yeah, I have it up. All right, cool. Uh, do you want to do your Pokemon who made it to the end? And then 
Also, also afterwards, we'll say who died. Okay, yeah. So my team at the end, starting from lowest power to highest, would be I had a Vileplume, a Sharpedo, a Sceptile, a Crobat, Executor, and Nidoking. And I was very proud of about four out of six of them. And my Pokemon, I had uh, Jared the Articuno, and then I had Ho-Oh, who was Mike from Days Play Games. Uh, then I also had Ben, who at first was a Sfeel. I don't know what he evolved into. <laughs> Wallerin, He's a giant Wallerin, Wallerin, Wallerin yeah. but um, he is a giant, awesome fucking Seal, and uh, he He's was very strong. Okay. I also had Tentacruel, who was uh, Bruno from Quit the Build. I also had a well, this guy evolved as well, so I don't know his name. What is his name? Camelrupt? Yeah, Camelrupt. Uh, he was Marco from Audiopong, so that was one of our... He had Sceptile, who was Marco. I had Camelrupt, so that was scary. And then my last one was Octillery. Who did he? Who did Octillery sp- like, evolve from? Remoraid. A fish. Just a, a generic fish. Remoraid was Carly from Jiggle Physics. So that was who got to be in my... Hall of Fame. All right, that's a uh, pretty good coverage. You want to talk about uh, some notable notable heroes? Like I'll I'll do one, then you can do one. So of course I got to give respect to Tom the Nose Pass and the Groudon. He was a god on my team. Groudon was my strongest guy for a long, long time, until I don't even remember how he died exactly. Like let me look at the list. Oh, Tom he was, was he was Destiny, Destiny bonded. bonded. Yeah, there in uh, Victory Road, so the very end of the game. Yeah, like right before the final boss of the Elite Four. My strongest guy just insta died. I think we should go in order, actually, and then talk about if they were good or not. That seems okay. like it would make more sense because then fine. we would just retread ground if we. So yeah, so that was Tom. Do you have any more to say for Tom? We you already talked about how my nose yeah. pass was clutch. So no, he was just a, he was good on both sides. He was a good Pokemon. Yeah, good job, shout Tom. out to Tom. You were kind of a punching bag for me at the beginning of the game, but you ended up being a fucking MVP. <laughs> All right, so the the in the forest in the Viridian Forest or whatever, where all the Caterpies are, we caught a I caught a Charmander and you caught a Marwile, a Mawile. Yeah. And uh, it was named after a Twitch chatter, uh, kill a bunch of letters. And uh, this character died on Route Three, so this character did not last very long. And uh, do you want to explain? Well, I guess since I killed it, I'll explain. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, was Charmander. Yeah, it was Charmander. So I was like, woo, got a fucking awesome Pokemon. Charmander's great. I recognize this one. Um, I fought a Macargo, and, which is like a fire slug, or a fire snail, actually, is more accurate. There is an ability, which will come up more than once in these deaths, called Arena Trap, that prevents you from switching Pokemon. Now, why would this matter? Well, Charmander was like level 4, and this Macargo is like level 10. One way that you can train weak Pokemon that can't fight the Pokemon in your area is you just put them in the front, and then the very first move is you just switch them out with someone better. So I would have Charmander in the front, and I would swap in Nosepass or Articuno, right? Well, I couldn't do that because of Arena Trap, and Macargo slowly beat Charmander within an inch <laughs> of his life. And then snuffed it out eventually. But uh, the worst part was this Charmander knew like Ember. He knew like Bite. You know, but everything I used 
was not very effective against this Macargo. Weak to rock or fire. So eventually I was going eventually I looked at the screen and I was I looked at my inventory. I saw like six potions and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to out tank this. And so that was like really the first serious death that we had. Yeah, that sucked. I lost my Mawile, which I never really used that much. But I was training it up at this point because I was like, oh, I'm actually going to use a, uh, a a metal Pokemon. Like, I usually don't use metal types or steel types. All right, you want to do the next one? Yeah, then we had Eric from Game Positive, which was Nave's Electra Buzz, which is really cool, and my Venomoth, which is okay. And Nave quickly lost him at, or is it, essentially <laughs> the same spot. It was essentially immediately after the Charmander died. During the grief period, a Regirock self-destructed and blew up my Electabuzz. Yeah, this would not be thing. the first time that a Regirock claims a life. No, okay, so all the Regis were prominent in both our games. I don't know what what weird seed we both had, but many times I had Registeels, Regirocks, and Regiice just popping yep. out of the blue. They were like the fucking Rattata, basically. It was awful. All right, then next is you. <clears throat> uh, the Magikarp guy in the... Just before Mount Moon, there is a Pokemon Center. The magic guy is going to sell you a Magikarp for 500 uh, Smackaroos. I don't know Poke what it's called in, in Pokemon. <clears throat> Pokeyin, yeah. Well, uh, since it's random, uh, we got whoever Magikarp was substituted in for. And uh, for me, it was Masquerain, a butterfly thing. And then for Philip, it was Milk Tank or Milk Tank. I don't know. I always called it Milk Tank. I don't know if that's wrong. But yeah, Eric from Sidequesting Podcast. Uh, how did he die? I don't remember. Honestly, don't. It's probably I killed rocks. him, obviously, because, you know, Miltang's Mil pretty tanky. It's in the name. Uh, I had a fucking butterfly. So <laughs> it's like, uh, it probably just got hit by a rock. Yeah. Yeah, because that'd be double effective against a Pokemon that has no HP. Bug Pokemon are just bad. When Eric from Sidequesting died, uh, we were not recording how or where they were dying at this point. So a lot of these earlier deaths, we it are just from memory, but then we started recording when or or like you know how where how long we had them, so we could kind of jot our memory because after a while all of these names and Pokemon started jumbling up. Unfortunately, we did not do the chronology, so we have the location, so we can kind of get a glimpse at the time at which they died. But I don't know. All right, it's your turn, Philip. Mount Moon. All right. So at Mount Moon, uh, literally like right after we defeated Misty. We had Robert, the Kingler, and the Shift Tree. Now, these are both fully evolved Pokemon with pretty good stats. Nave was doing some real work with Kingler. I didn't even know Kingler was that good, but his was just massacring people. Yeah, and I think my because one of the things that ran, was randomized, every Pokemon has like a passive ability, and that Kingler had the ability. I think it was the ability to have way more attack at yeah, the sacrifice like huge of power or something like that. Oh my goodness, dude. This Kingler was snapping people in half with its giant claw. It's He was from ASAP Weekly. I don't think we mentioned that. Robert yeah. from ASAP Weekly. And I had Shiftry, who... I can't remember. Okay, I think this was where I was just trying to train him up. And I was finding even like a Pokemon weaker than him. And they ended up like surviving by like 1 HP or something like that. And then they just nuked him down from like half health. And I'm like, well... uh Kingler, or I'm like... Robert died, and this is where you famously yeah. yelled at. Robert? Said, Robert? <laughs> yeah, so we're trying to uh, get a, uh, a uh, what is it, a clip? Yeah, a clip, yeah. From our VODs of of at least most of the deaths. There's a lot of fucking things. We, we have to sort through a lot. 
uh, of footage, but this was the first one Philip pulled out. I sent it to a lot of people, but yeah, I was incredible. This is when it. This was when the relationship between me and Philip officially began to start being strained, <laughs> because that Kingler was very important to me. Yeah, it's he was so funny. Like just looking yeah. back at the footage, where like I even showed it to Jana, where like I even showed her the clip too of where Robert almost died, where you got blown up by a Reggie Rock and you went down to like two HP, and you're like, oh. yeah. And then you're like so I, angry. Uh, you're just like miserably <laughs> like just walking away. It's all like in cartoons where they're like cussing under the breath, like Fergus, stupid gamer, almost killing my I literally Robert. have like steam coming out of my fucking ears. <laughs> and then you skip ahead 30 minutes and Robert, you killed Robert. <laughs> it was it was painful. It was legitimate pain. I miss right. you, Robert. <laughs> God. All right, on route four, we got Chris from one hour, one hour, one decision to round out that podcast. Uh, I got Salamance, and Philip got Whooper. And um, <laughs> do you want to describe how this de- – so the worst part was was Chris was in the Twitch chat when this happened. Chris was like, why haven't you guys named something after me yet? And I was, and, and I was like, all right, the next Pokemon we'll get. And uh, Philip, go ahead and take it from there. Okay, so I got a little Whoopie boy who is – he's a baby Pokemon. But he grows up to be Wooper, who is a awesome tank, groundwater type. I love him. Uh, or Quagsire. He grows up to be Quagsire. Yeah. <laughs> Wooper grows up to Wooper. Anyways, so I was like, this is going to be great. I love me a good Whoopy boy. And you got Salamance, which is a awesome flying dragon. He's really cool. He's really cool looking. So we made it into... If you into... guys want to see any of these Pokemon, how they look, I mean, you could Google them, I guess. But there's a really long Twitch, Twitter thread. I don't know. We did mention it. But yeah, yeah, all of the pictures of all of the Pokemon are there. So you can just really quickly scroll through and see how cool some of these Pokemon are and how dumb some of them are. We got this guy in Route 4 and then went straight to Route 5, I think. And I was like, all right, Nave, time to catch some Pokemon. Let's go in. I went in there and it was a Reggie. And I'm like, I really want this Reggie on my team. All I got to do is like, just catch him. I'm like, just don't let him self-destruct. I'll just throw a Pokeball. I think I threw a Pokeball. He instantly broke out of it and self-destruct, killing Wooper instantly. <laughs> like, pull out, just nuked him. I literally didn't even get to use my Salamance. <laughs> like, yeah, I this didn't is even, like the next it was an route. instant death. Yeah. So that, that was, was horrible. Big sad mode. All right. Uh, route 24. This is the route that goes to, not Gary, but uh, what's his name? The guy who owns the Bill. PC? Bill. We got Ben from Play Along Podcast. And uh, if you remember from earlier, uh, this guy actually made it to the end Good with job, Jared from Play Along yeah. Podcast. They were both from there. Yeah, so he was Sfeel, grew up to be Marrow, Marrow Whale or whatever. Whalerin. Whalerin. <laughs> Sorry, he's like Gen 26. I don't know these Pokemon. But uh, Philip got Crobat, which actually I think Philip got Golbat. And it yeah, evolved I evolved him through friendship. And then he went back and or we either got it wrong or... He went retroactively changed it so that we'd know. So yeah, uh, this one didn't die. This is the first in our little spreadsheet. This is the first green line after a giant okay. wave of red. Now, of he death. did die against the the Pokemon yeah. World Champion in my game. Uh, he he made it to the very end against yeah, uh, the final Gary. fight. All right, then we had a lot of failures where we could not catch a single thing. Yep, route twenty five, five, six, and eleven were all washes. And it's, you know, it's attributed to each to us, so uh, we can't even yell at each other. Then our next big feature, we went to Diglett Cave to catch Kai, the Barboach, and the Machamp. So Machamp was so cool. I was so glad to have a Machamp because in normal Pokemon, 
it's hard to get those tier three trading Pokemons unless you're actively doing Alakazam, Gengar, Machamp. Those those biggest boys are so hard to get. And I had one, and I was like, man, this is gonna be so awesome. And he was so good. Machamp was a boss before. Yeah, Barboach uh, was a uh, he was a ground type. Yeah, Barboach <laughs> so. was really good, and he made it to the fine no the second to last gym. He made it to Blaine's gym, where Nave's Barboach got super power punched by a Reggie rock and fucking died. crushed into the yeah. fucking pavement <laughs> with the Reggie, giant fist. The Reggie's are really good. They have really good stats. Yeah. Um, it, Kai was from play along. I don't think we mentioned that, but um, these play along, the play along boys, all three of you, you guys were fucking MVPs. Okay. Like it, to- along with Tom from one H one D Chris instantly died, but you know, you guys were there forever. Most of you made it too so i don't know what happened we didn't so we were kind of like picking out of hats like what names we were going to use so if you if you get shitty pokemon i'm sorry there's nothing personal it's just we we probably had the name in our head before we even picked picked the or caught the pokemon so but yeah uh kai was there with us forever before he was killed all right let's pick up the pace on these boys so then we had a twitch in route 10 a twitch chatter tuna tubi who was a smoochum and Butterfree. I am sorry, Butterfree sucks. And died yeah. to a like a rock throw, probably. Yeah, we both of these Pokemon sucked. I don't even think I used Smoochum, so it is, it is fine. Uh, Route 9, we got Trey from the CS pod, the creating shit. Uh, he was my Mawile, and you got a Solrock. So that was interesting. Solrock was pretty good. Uh, basically, this character instantly died, and it was my fault. Sorry, Trey. Wobbuffet used Destiny Bond. In the dark cave, and I did not know what that was. So <laughs> Philip tried to warn me, and uh, okay, it was I did a half-hearted attempt at warning you. I literally looked over, saw that you had a whooper, or not a whooper, a Wobbuffet on your screen. I'm like, "Nay, be careful with Wobbuffet," and then I didn't say anything else. So, <laughs> like, I don't know what you were gonna do with that warning. Yeah, that's funny. Well, so to roll right along, uh, I was getting tilted at this point, um, and a, and a couple of things died rapidly, like back to back. That, so that would be the, uh, what, what was I at? Where was I at? Rock Cave. Uh, Rock Cave. Okay, so Ray from the Who Would Win podcast. He's, he's in a bunch of podcasts. That's the, that's his biggest one. He was Pikachu for me and Ralts for Philip. Those really are pretty cool fucking Pokemon. awesome Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I essentially instantly killed my Pikachu <laughs> in just Rock by Cave, not paying attention. Right there. I, was, I, it was, I was in Rock Cave. I think I had just lost my, my, uh, my Mawile. And I was just skipping through the fights with Pikachu at the at the front. Died. I don't. Even, I didn't even write it down. I just wrote Nave was tilted. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But we didn't have them long enough to get too attached. All right. Next yeah. Well, up, I mean, it's Pikachu, so I mean, I was a little attached immediately. But right outside of Rock Cave, we hit Route Eight, and we got Dave from Tales of the Backlog, which was a Tangela and Vidanat combo. And uh, Vidanat or Tangela was interesting for Nave because he had cut. And Nave had this long problem where none of his Pokemon were able to learn Cut. I had to teach Cut to my called my Groudon, which sucks teaching it Cut to a Legendary, but it had to be done. Yeah. But at least my, I think the my thing that I ended up for a long yeah. time. I think the thing that I did was I had to go catch another Pokemon, right, and just have like only five and just have a six Pokemon I couldn't oh, use. That you only kept used Tangela cut. in your party and just never were allowed to use him. That's how we ha- like House ruled it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I needed to. I needed to cut. That was that was just unfortunate for me for a very long time. But yeah, uh, Soul Rock. 
Uh, I was fighting a Solrock. All of my Pokemon were low. I think I had, you know, uh, Articuno out. He was going to die because Solrock is rock type. He's just using rock throw and fucking annihilating all of my Pokemon. So I had to swap out to Tangela and sacrifice Tangela so that I could heal my Articuno. Oh, so, yeah. well, uh, Dave, your sacrifice was not in vain because we did win. So sorry that I had to kill you. It was in Koga's gym, by the way. So I couldn't even, like, run away. I was fighting one of those trainers in there. All right. Uh, but he did seven. last a long time, sounds like. Yeah, he was, was pretty good. At Route 7, we had Nick from Quit the Build, who was a Seeking and a Pelipper. And he was interestingly, or, like, notable, because he did not get used, like, yeah. for long. Like, he used it, like, a little bit. But he was quickly replaced, put in the box, did not die it by the end. And he just stayed in here for the whole game. In the, in the warm embrace of the computer. Yeah. You were a backup that never got used. Sorry, Nick. The next place we got was uh, the casino, where we both bought Abra, I think. Yeah. Um, all of these Pokemon were random. So, But uh, this was Calvan from the Pexpiles podcast, where I got Latias and Philip got Rhyhorn. And I know what you're thinking. Wow, those are amazing Pokemon. What happened, Philip? Well, I was training up Rhyhorn, and I got him to a point where I'm like, <laughs> Wow, Calvin can really hold his own. He can fight about his level at this point. He's out there double kicking, like we're fighting a bunch of Umbreons. So I'm like, oh, Dark is weak to fighting. Rhyhorn's got double kick. He is just massacring these guys. And then I'm like, all right, Rhyhorn's low. I'm going to switch him out. I switch him out. Umbreon uses Pursuit and just nukes him. Just completely <laughs> wipes him out. And I'm like, well, uh, Nave, Calvin's dead. <laughs> I was in the process of training Calvin when he told me that. But do you want to explain what Pursuit does? Okay, Pursuit is a, like, I want to get this 100% correct, because I think I was inaccurate in the actual playthrough about what Pursuit does. Pursuit is a attack move. Uh, let's see. Pursuit now hits any Pokemon that attempts to switch out, and this effect uh, bypasses any redirection effects as well. It normally inflicts a power damage of 40 damage, but if it is switching out, the power is doubled and it can crit to 80 damage. <laughs> and I don't know what level we were at, but it was not a high level. So at this point, most of our Pokemon had less than 80 HP total. So we just got nuked by, or I got nuked by this pursuit. And I was just like, he's dead. I got nuked too. Yeah. And I mean, my emotions. It, it soul nuked him. All right. In the Sylph Co., we got, uh, which, what Pokemon? Oh, okay. So yeah, you beat your tr you beat your rival, and then there's a guy right there that gives you a Pokemon, right? Yeah, there's a. So he normally gives you a Lapras. That way, you have a surfing Pokemon, like no matter yeah, what. So in, in the Silph Co, our Lapras uh, turned into Poliwhirl for me and Magikarp for you. It was Morgan from the Intergalactic Pinecone, by the way. I don't I don't know why I skipped over that part. But uh, do you want to explain what happened to this guy? Yeah. So this was I got him to Gyarados. He was doing good. He was hitting at his level. So I was trying to train him up. <laughs> like, yeah. that's how, like, a lot of these happens. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, he's good enough to hold his own. And I'm out there fighting, and I'm like, oh, there's a C Dot who is a baby Pokemon. <laughs> he is poo poo baby Pokemon. He uses self destruct, killing himself and <laughs> taking out <laughs> my Morgan, my Morgan Gyarados it all at the same time. And I'm like, that just happened? Like, I, <laughs> that was a victory road, too. Like, yeah, so uh, it was like a level 50 C dot or something ridiculous. Yeah, it was a, like, okay, so ba uh, the way Pokemon works with the way levels and stats are, <laughs> basically Pokemon do have, like, kind of, like, scaling based on, like, effort values and crap like that. 
But hands down, the best way to get increased stats is to evolve from the baby Pokemon. So baby Pokemon have terrible stats. Like legendaries and tier three Pokemon are hands down just incredibly better. Like your Swampert was a monster. We'll get to him. Did we already do him? Uh, Swampert for some reason is down at the bottom. But like your yeah, Swampert that you got early on, it was like our third or fourth Pokemon was a monster because he was a tier three Pokemon. Okay. Uh, what? I'm just angry. Oh, Swampert. Yeah, I'm just yeah. angry that I lost to a baby Pokemon. All right. So in the next area that was the dojo, the fake gym, we got Marco from Audio Pong which it was supposed to be Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Where's my Hitmonlee? At this point, I had a Hitmonlee and I lost it. All right, well, anyway. So my, because I got, I picked Hitmonlee's uh, swap because I used to have a Hitmonlee. So in the honor of my old Hitmonlee, I got Camelrupt and you got Sceptile and yeah. Marco made it. Yeah, he, he was a full-on play of the game champ like he was so good he was the essential pokemon for philip at the end because he's the one who struggled to survive so moving on uh, we had our amber that we then hatched out which this was a very impressive grab for nave this is from mike from they's play games was a Ho-Oh and a lotad which i received to never use the lotad he went into the box so i never saw him again i didn't have time for baby pokemon for me yeah, yeah. Also, I did not want to take Nave's ho because I thought he might abandon the episode if he yeah. lost any more champs. And Nave trained that ho from level five up to level like 60. He had it him was forever. Fantastic. Yep. Um, Ho-Oh, I fa- which I, I was going to say famously, but ironically, whenever I, because it's like you get Ho-Oh, do you want to nickname Ho-Oh and you don't know what it looks like from the, you know, from the Amber Fossil? So I was like, that sounds like a shit Pokemon. And Philip was like, Ho-Oh! <laughs> He's so good. He's like, no, that's great. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, I recognize this from the first episode of the Pokemon anime. Yeah. I recognize this one. All right. And then, then we it, get... proceeded. it was proceeded to be great. While yep. we were down at uh, Cinnabar Island, we got our fossil done too. Done too. And it was Paul from Thistledew. Thistledew? Uh, Thistledew. And he proceeded to be an Iggly... Puff, a baby Pokemon, and Carvana. No, no, no. Yeah, Car- Carvana, not the uh, car purchasing vending machine, but a fish who turns yes. into a shark. Who made it to my final team. He did not receive the proper training he was due because Nave was ready to end this. So he was a sacrificial lamb to the slaughter to make sure Sceptile made it. R.I.P. Paul, uh, you were safe in my box because Philip <laughs> told me, I was actually going to use you, but Philip was like, don't do that. It's going to turn into a, the normal. Because yeah, I was like, type. I was like, fairy type is good. And he's like, no, fairy type doesn't exist right now, Nave. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I put you in the box. In Route 16, we got Brad from Quit the Build, who was a Mankey for me and an Ivysaur for Philip. And uh, I killed you. I'm sorry, Brad. You were a sacrifice so that I could heal Again, Jared from Quit the uh, or not Quit the Build, uh, Play Along Podcast. Uh, Azumarill was using Rollout. Jared was paralyzed and also confused. So <laughs> the Rollout started actually hurting really bad, and so I had to switch someone in and heal. It was the it was hurting so bad that even if I used a Super Potion to heal my uh, Articuno, which is the strongest potion I had, it would still one shot him from that from that heal, uh, the healing. So yeah, it was bad. All right, in um, Route 18. On, uh, on Route 17, 17. We, uh, it was me who failed. Someone self-destructed, so 
I couldn't catch him. But nothing. I don't think anyone anything died, right? No, that, it was it was just blew up, and we're like, well, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, go on. Route eighteen. We got Bruno from Quit the Build, who was a Tentacruel and a Nitto King, who both made it to our final team. Uh, you were really good. Bruno was always in my party, but he was always like level twenty because I wasn't using you. Because if I accidentally killed Tentacruel and Philip lost Nitto King, um, that would suck. And but uh, Tentacruel was always in my party because he swapped out my what's it called my Tangela because Tentacruel can learn cut. That was great. <laughs> what a, what a promotion! You went from Tangela to Tentacruel. All right, uh, in the graveyard tower. Where, oh no! Where this you is get, so sad. Yeah, the graveyard tower where you fight uh, Cubone's mom. We got Joel from the Pex Pals, and for me he was Hitmon Lee, and for Philip he was Electrike. Now, we foreshadowed this death, but yes, you died. I'm sorry, Joel. Did I say Jared? You said Joel. Okay, I, I, I've been saying Jared a million times this time because he was so important. But All right, so Hitmonlee, Joel, you were amazing for me, and I was using you a lot. You had this move called High Jump Kick. I was constantly like, yeah, fucking always <laughs> using it. All right, we were in Koga's Gym, which I had two deaths in Koga's Gym, uh, the other one being the Tangela. But... uh. Breloom, who's a Pokemon I've never seen before. It's some dopey, derpy-looking, stupid plant. Fuck this guy. <laughs> plant Fuck dragon mushroom thing. This is, by the way, the only time I ever fucking saw this Pokemon. So it was. So Joel, you were like one-shotting everything. Okay, my guy. I use high jump kick on this stupid fucking plant. It goes to one HP, and then he uses a move called counter, which I've never heard of before. But it a you basically got Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha waved. Your fucking health bar fell so fast. I don't know. So Philip, can you explain counter? It's pretty much an, it's an give, intuitive card. One. Yeah, but. I think it it just it increases damage and returns it back to you. Let me pull up the actual thing. So I am uh, don't get yelled at by any Pokey fans. You are basically full health too, by the way. Okay, counter. Do to do. Okay, yeah. Any damage done before the use of counter that is greater than zero counter will do twice as much damage to the opponent so you basically got what is 99 twice you got like a hit for 189 percent damage or something like of your health it was yeah assuming that brutal. pokemon had near 100 health at that point in koga's gym and you almost killed it like which this was a fully evolved pokemon so it was probably pretty big yeah and it was so, they, they were about they were about the same level like i mean him only is probably a little bit higher but but how cool is it to use a Hitmon lead that early in the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I loved about the yeah. Nuzlocke is you never get to experience a lot. Like, so many of the Pokemon games are set in stone. This is where you get your Ratatata replacement or your Ratatata. This is where you get your Pidgey or Pidgey-like Pokemon. This is where yeah. you get your electric-based Pokemon in the fort. Like, everything is super by the books. With the randomizer, we were able to use Pokemon like you, your Hitmon Lee and articuno was my yeah. first pokemon yeah that's so cool <laughs> like or i got to use a machamp which i don't think i've ever actually used in a pokemon game before like, yeah i never use hitmonlee because i always picked hitmonchan like when i get when you you always get the uh, the option of either hitmonlee or hitmonchan and you can't get both normally unless you trade so this was my first time fucking high jump kicking people and it was great i loved it yeah it's really cool all right uh you want to do safari zone yeah okay so we win the safari zone real quick and the first thing that popped up was Ryan from the Listoff Pod, who is a Surskit in a Vile Plume. And I am sorry, uh, I think you went in the box for both of us for a very long time, till I killed so many Pokemon that I had to pull you out and be like, all right, I, I gotta make do. 
and you were <laughs> level 20 and I sacrificed you in the final battle against the Pokemon champion. So I could heal Sceptile and keep him going. One thing I learned when I was I was watching a YouTuber who uh, reacts to people's Nuzlocks and like he's like a professional Nuzlocker on Twitch. And uh, one thing I learned from that, which is vital to Nuzlocks, is you have to learn when you need to sacrifice someone to save a better Pokemon. And um, so yeah, that's what happened here. Like it's not. We're we're sorry, but also it had to happen. Like I can't. I've done. I did it twice already in this description, and uh, Articuno could not die. Like in your in your place, if you were in my place, you'd have to do it too. The run would have been over if we would have lost one of these higher tier Pokemon. All right. In uh, Route 15, we failed to catch, but Route 14, we got Keith from the Main Quest podcast. He was Mewtwo and a Zumarill. Fucking wow! Those are great Pokemon. Uh, yeah. What happened, Philip? Uh. Well, I was in Silphco, and I don't remember exactly what happened. I have to roll back the footage, but I think I was like trapped in a rollout, and I thought that one more rollout would have killed the enemy, but I think I did it, and Azumarill just got hit right back, and he died. I think rollout is an, is an ability that you no longer can do anything once you've activated it, right? I think you can still switch, honestly, but I'm not 100%. But, I don't remember. Yeah, but I just kind of goofed that one. That, I think that was user error on that one. Which is really sad because your Mewtwo was good. Yeah, my Mewtwo was like my number two man. So, and then I lost it. Route 13 uh, was Richard from <laughs> Desert Island Game Spots. Which sucks because we were doing that every time we played uh, that Pokemon. And we would scream out Richard. And it you did not last very long, unfortunately. No. You, you were a Plusle and a Totodile. Which, the interesting thing about Totodiles in my game, they had their abilities randomized. So Totodile had Sandstorm as an ability. And this is my second chance to try to get a Totodile because he, the one earlier had killed itself with its own sandstorm. But I was able to get this one. I brought him out. He was fighting like a Pokemon that was like five levels below him, which was a Sunflora. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be baby mode. And Sunflora said, Vine Whip crit and instant kill Totodile. And I was like, it wasn't even Totodile. I had evolved him all the way up to um, big Totodile. What was it called? Krogma? Yeah, let's go with Kog'Maw. Like Kog that. So we got okay. Kog'Maw, and he just got nuked by a Sunflora. And I'm like, this is this happened? This can't be happening <laughs> yeah. right now. It was essentially instantly. Yeah, he was like right around the corner. Because this was like a level, he was like level 33 or something like that. So just by winning two fights, he evolved. And I'm like, this Totodile's a monster. He can't lose. Richard's unstoppable. Which is funny because this game is so hardcore. I'm always thinking about it in Dragon Ball Z anime fucking fight. So I'm just thinking about this giant crocodile fighting this stupid flower. And the flower just like fucking Piccolo chops through fucking Totodash. <laughs> fucking um, cuts him in half. Oh my god. Everyone was shocked. It was so sad. But uh, Route 12 failed to catch. Uh, it was me. And uh, it was a Poochiana, and I think Philip got something good, but Poochiana just instantly roared and scared us away. So, yeah. I, great. The power plant, though, I don't know what happens, because we only walked in the front door, caught a Pokemon, and then immediately left, because we were upset at this point. But, That's um, where you normally get Zapdos, if you go all the way to the back. So, in this place, we got Jennifer from Jiggle Physics. Uh, she was Scyther and Ponyta. Fucking awesome, right? And then uh, what happened, Philip? No, because, okay, so I got to the point where I thought Ponytail could fight on its own. And I put it in against a pincer in the mansion. And I was like, all right, Ponytail, go out there and uh, fire blast him. Or Ember or something like that. It's a bug type. It's weak to fire. And it drops it down to one HP. And I'm like, 
Oh, bummer. You know, we'll get him next time. And then Pinster said, counter and nuked my, my, my poor little horsey and just instant killed it. And I'm like, babe, it happened again. You know, when you know, I was going to say, like, in in Yakuza, where someone throws a punch and hits Kiryu in the face, but he doesn't move, and then he just looks angrier and then punches them back, and they go flying away. I'm like, god damn it. Scyther was so good. It was great, too, because I was like, yeah, into the box with you, fucking Titacruel. I got a new cutter. <laughs> and then just, like, maybe an hour later, you're like, hey, Nave. <laughs> you it happened what again. Happened. Yeah. This was the last day, too, so... Philip was on a killing spree. He was, was, he like, was he I killed need a lot of Pokemon to get a team day. strong enough to fight because my team was looking dookie and Nave was antsy for us to finish the game. I basically had a set time limit of when Nave was getting out of Victory Road because he was lost. He was a lost boy inside Victory Road. Once he made it out of there, we were going to fight the Elite Four. So I was just power farming in that first area, just and in the mansion and just all over trying to get my team ready to fight. So the next one, in Route 19, we got Brian from the Listoff podcast, and he was Flareon and Clampearl, which I don't know if Clampearl's a good Pokemon, but my Flareon was hitting, he had fucking bricks for hands. He was hitting people. <laughs> okay, so once again, I thought Clampearl was finally ready to fight on his own. <laughs> So I put him out there and I'm like, all right, Clint, like your water type, you have surf, you're going against ball toy, a ground type baby Pokemon. Just go out there, surf him to death and you'll win. I step him out there and he said, time to die and just self-destructed, <laughs> blowing up my, my baby clam pearl. And I'm like, Hey, Nate, Which is the funny thing is, is that ball toy looks like a sad thing from a tool music video. Like, <laughs> Just a time to die. <laughs> and that's exactly what it would sound like. What'd you say, Philip? Yeah, he's just a little spinning top, and finally he stops spinning and just falls on the ground while my clam <laughs> is just sitting on the ground next to it. It just gets engulfed in the flames as it explodes. It was very sad. It's like in Danganronpa when they fight Monokuma and he just blows up. Actually, in my head, I was thinking more of like Mega Man, how he dies, but then it's just a big violent explosion <laughs> instead. All anyway. Right. Who, who's that? Route 20. Route 20, we got Rebecca from Jiggle Physics. I think that rounds out Jiggle Physics. Oh, no. Uh, it, there's one more. Rebecca was Rosilla and Miloctic, which I don't know what that Miloctic Pokemon is, but Rosilla is, it is Scyther, but with flowers instead of giant scythes for hands. Okay. And then, uh, Miloctic is just a like Gyarados replacement. Oh, for, so it's good? Yeah, oh, it's yeah, really yeah, good. yeah, I know. It kind of looks like Dra uh, Draenair, Dragonair, whatever. Yeah but different colors. So, All right, um, what happened? So I'm training up my Pokemon, and I need to be most efficient as possible, so I don't want to do a lot of swapping, because at this point, Nave has experience share, so he is just, like, able to power level his Pokemon in the background while also feeding the monster that is Jared. And I'm like, all right, I just need them to fight on their own so they'll level up. Okay, Meloctic, you're finally strong enough to fight on your own. Let's go do this. I step in there. There's a Corefish Arena trap, and I'm like, that's fine. He can probably be Corfish. They're the same level. Corfish then brought the smack down on Miloct and just like wiped him out in two hits. And I'm just like stunned. Like, what was that? Like, what am I <laughs> so it's it like how people in the Yu-Gi-Oh anime look. Whatever yeah, they lose, they just, just like shattered. Yeah. Okay, and that's the other thing is like during this power level, like these last three all died back to back to back from me. Yeah. Like, 
I am just like starting to lose my mind at this point where I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore, Nave. Like, this is just bad. Like, I'm pretty sure you were, so you were in the mansion, lost those two Pokemon, and then you went, fuck this, I'm going to check out the cave. And yeah. then you went to the cave and then lost fucking Brian. Yeah, that <laughs> and was you're it. just like, I don't know where to trade, Dave. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm getting my ass kicked everywhere. All right. All right. Uh, in Victory Road, failed to catch. Perfect. Route 23, failed to catch. Perfect. And then uh, Route 21, we got Zach from Audio Pong, who was Spinda for me and Zapdos for Philip. What happened, Philip? Dude, that was awesome. So then I'm like, okay, so no problem. We'll just do this. I, I, this is where we were fighting our rival for the last time before we go to fight Giovanni, I think, maybe? No, on our way to Victory Road. On our way to the Victory Road, yeah. Yeah, that was it, on the way to Victory Road. And I was like... All right, what do you got, rival? You you know you're always trash. <laughs> I think you even like pointed out like you'll never be you'll never amount to anything. I've, I've been beating your ass every day of the week, and so my yeah. rival shows up and he's like, "I got a Cradilly," and I'm like, "Cradilly, <laughs> <laughs> what's this trash to your Pokemon? He's got like what? He's a rock plant. What are you gonna do with a rock plant? Cradilly then uses ancient power, the strongest rock move." <laughs> And just bashes Zapdos out of the air in one hit, and I'm like, "What?" You know that scene in uh in Time Splitters where the, on the very first level or the second level where he's in the boat and he's in the cutscene, he's like, "Get down!" and he uses the fucking flare and he shoots it, and it's like, Mew. and then you just see a guy just fall like in the fucking distance, and he's like, "I don't approve of this weapon," <laughs> but uh, that's what I was thinking about. Your Zapdos is way in the air, all fucking menacing and scary. And then a rock just fucking... Yeah, just a tiny rock plant. Him. Just throws some rocks and just knocks them out of the air. I'm like... And then your Zapdos, <laughs> it doesn't even move. It just hits the Zapdos and your Zapdos just closes its eyes and then falls out of the sky. Well, the thing is, like, this is on the way to Victory Road. Once again, this is in the last bit. We were on our way to win the game. And I lost, like, Zapdos and... Uh, not Bruno. Ponyta, um, Totodile, yeah, like, Zumaru. Dropping all my power plays. And I think even Jana like said, like, are you winning Sun at one point? And I'm just like, I am I'm dying. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna win You're this. Like, this is the hardest pony Pokemon I've ever played. Yeah. Jana. This <laughs> like, is just looking is, at it with a tear in your eye. <laughs> this has recontextualized Pokemon for me where I have to use these other like um I'm contemplating, like, do I need to swap in Lotad on my team? <laughs> <laughs> Philip just had all of these fucking... I've been spiteful for days, because Philip's fucking party is just full of legendaries and great Pokemon, and I'm just losing everything. I'm using fucking... I'm using fucking Tangela, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Philip's got fucking Groudon. It's like... But, uh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, like, it's Janna tough. walks in, and you're just, you're just the exact... Like, what are those fucking guys... Uh, what are those meme like drawing dudes with the fucking dark face? Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't know the what it's Wojak. Called. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's Wojak with the dark face. You just look at her like that. Oh my god. I was thinking about the Which, sad uh... doomer Russian music. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so speaking of Philip on a roll with losing great Pokemon, uh what about the second what about this next one? Okay. So I was already a little head of knave. So that's where I went and fought the rival. And then I went back, I'm like, okay, cool. Uh back at the Poke Mansion, I was lucky enough on the first floor was flooded with Mewtwo. So I was able to get a Mewtwo. Nave was able to get a Gengar. And we just slapped high fives through the internet. We're like, this is awesome. Nave got a tier three trade Pokemon. And I got a Mewtwo, a legendary. That's like, you can't even access Mewtwo until after you beat the Elite Four. 
in the base game. So yep. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, Nave, this is this run is over. We're gonna win. This is easy mode. And then I go and I'm like, <laughs> all right, Nave, I'm gonna go fight Giovanni. See you later. I go to fight Giovanni <laughs> in his gym. And I walk in there and he pulls out Groudon. And I'm like, all right, so I have a Groudon. He's really good. Giovanni's Groudon can't be that bad. I have a Mewtwo that's like his level. Let's see how he does. Giovanni's like, hey, Groudon, use Earthquake. Mewtwo says, <laughs> I'm dead and falls over. And I'm like, just falls, yeah. just falls into a giant crack in the earth. Yeah, Mewtwo <laughs> Never to be just seen got, again. wait, I don't know what is, I'd have to check his like defense stat or something like that, but Groudon just wasted my Mewtwo instantly. And I'm like, why? How did this happen? I think this was another one where the person who, so uh, Caitlin, I think, witnessed this. I'm not sure, though. But Caitlin was another person who came into the stream and, and chatted for a little while. So that was, thank you, Caitlin. You were two amazing Pokemon, and uh, you got killed in a metal way by another amazing Pokemon, unfortunately. It wasn't something stupid like Dot blowing up. <laughs> no, it was literally like a battle of the gods, and I'm just like... I, I ducked up. I, I believed in my Mewtwo, my Mewtwo too much, and he couldn't win the fight. Oh, what's that screenshot that I posted on onto Twitter? Like I goofed. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mewtwo's like dead on the ground. All right, the next one it. in the Seafoam Isles to round out Jiggle Physics, we got Carly, who was Rimorad and Baltoy. Uh, you were very safe in the box. No, Rimorad became Octillery for you, who was on your final team. Oh yeah, you're right. I, I, I was like, I, I thought you were in the... Well, you, Rimurad was in the box for a while. Someone died. One of my water Pokemon died, and I put Rimurad in. And yeah. then uh, got And Baltoy went to my box, and he was one of the people I contemplated switching in as everyone was dying incredibly <laughs> fast. And he did not make it in. Instead, Vileboy made it in. All right, and all the way at the bottom, some for some reason... <laughs> route 22, this was a really early route for us because uh, we got Josh from the CS pod who was Swampert for me and Paris for you. Swamp this was before, this was when we had like four or five Pokemon. So we didn't have, we weren't able to box anything, but I, my Swampert was amazing. It was, it was my number two for the, a long time. Uh, back whenever I had Nosepass and, uh, and Kingler, I had Swampert, I had Charmander, you know, I was looking really good. Yeah. And uh, what happened, Philip? Honestly, I don't remember how Josh died. Oh, hold on. I have the video right here. I can clearly oh, we can see. relive it. Yeah. Death of Josh. Okay, so yeah, we're fighting. Josh was with us for a while, though. Yeah, you even say Josh is so strong. <laughs> Do I really? Yeah, like at the beginning, <laughs> of, you're fighting against the, the kid that says, I like shorts. They're easy and comfortable to wear. And this is where I said, you know, I think we should level up Josh some. Literally like walking over there. And I go over and I hover over selecting Mawile instead of Josh. But then I end up selecting Josh, and I'm like, Josh, you can do this. You're fight. He's fighting a level nine Hitmonlee, like Josh, a baby Pokemon. And I, and then I'm like, you know, Josh cannot win this fight. I go to switch. Hitmonlee has Arena Tag or Shadow Tag, so that, you know he cannot win. I'm like, I had all intention of saving him right here, but it was not possible. And I lost a fucking incredible Pokemon. Yeah. You lost a Pogger's one, and I lost Trash, and that right. is everyone. We did only, it. It only took like half an hour to go through our whole list. Well, that was essentially the the story of the game too. Yeah, so I know. That, that's how much do we good. have left? Um, let's see. Yeah, that pretty much covers it. I think we did really good on that. Are you ready to take our break? Yeah, sure. Do 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 do. do. All right, you're ready for the final words, and we're back. All right, Nave. Now this is not a final words for Pokemon Leaf Green version. I would say this is more a final words for 
just probably randomizing Nuzlocke in general on Gen 1 game. Like, with a soul lock. Yeah, with or a soul, soul bound or whatever. Or whatever. What final words do you have our listeners at home? Um, this is a interesting uh, thing to do. Um, it's, it would seem like a really hard thing because it's like you have to have somebody who's committed. You have to have somebody who will play with you like regularly because this took a long time. The, re- the whole Nuzlocke thing, I, didn't, I never took into consideration the fact that since Pokemon are dying, you have to re-level up other Pokemon. When you're normally playing Pokemon on boo- boo-boo baby easy mode, just like normally, you are always overleveled. What I would do back in the day was I would, if I wanted to train Pokemon, I would literally just train until I whited out in the grass yeah, or same. ran out of PP, and I would and I just teleport to the Pokemon Center. Well, you can't do that because if your Pokemon are dying, so the the amount of time that it takes to complete something like this, I mean, I'm I, I'm sure if you're good at these, like if you're if you understand like all of the Pokemon that you're running into, because multiple times we, I got surprised. Philip basically knew everybody, but I was getting surprised nonstop and having oh, and getting close encounters. Like like every single time I'd see something I didn't re- recognize, I'd be like, "Philip, can this thing self-destruct?" And he's like, "No." And then I'm like, "Okay, what types are the?" And he's like, "It's grass, fire." And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's a fucking weird combination." It's a really but weird combo. I'm sure there's a Pokemon like it, but um, this is, was an awesome experience for one time. If I do it again, I'll have a lot more knowledge, but I don't think I can go through the the stress of all of the crashes. This is my personal experience, but all of these – I think I crashed at least 90 to 120 times over the course of like six days. It was maddening. And then losing Pokemon even though you didn't do anything, that's hardcore. That adds a whole nother level of like emotion to what is happening. This is – the dark souls of playing Pokemon. <laughs> what are you, a game reviewer? <laughs> yeah. Everything's or game journal. Well, this is my final review, but yeah. It's it's really cool and interesting. It adds a whole level of narrative to a game where the narrative d- fucking is in not even in the backseat. It is like 26 rows back. Like no one gives a fuck about Pokemon's narrative. Everyone's there to capture the Pokemon. This is what is it? The emergent narrative uh that some people really want in their games, and I'll probably remember this for the rest of my life. I'll, I, I, and, I, and like you were saying, there are some Pokemon that I look at differently now. <laughs> like, like I really have a lot of love for, uh, for like, well, everyone likes Articuno, but Kingler, literally never used in my life. <laughs> I fucking love you, Kingler. I love you. Yeah. Fucking Swampert I, it was a Pokemon I always liked, but you know, like. I don't know. Hitmonlee is another example. Like, I literally never used Hitmonlee. Was my one of my favorite Pokemon to use throughout the whole game. Like, I was constantly, I constantly was throwing him out there. He knew nothing but kicking moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He only him. kicked. Yo, that was the same with my Machamp. Is like all four of his moves were fighting type. So I'm like, do what you do best, my <laughs> my big muscly Pokemon. He's like, what is what is fucking? Oh, damn it! What does Rocky say? <laughs> what is his wife's name? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, he's just screaming his wife's name. I, whatever. What are we? What are we talking about? You're in right. your final review. Yeah. Okay. So my final review. I am a big Nuzlocke fan. This is my first time actually playing a full one through. Like I've kind of piddled on my own, but without the streaming or like playing it together to keep me committed, I pretty much just stop after a while. Like I'm like, ah, you know, I'll play it again later. Never play it again. But I watch so many hours of Nuzlocke. Jana probably, you know. She's like, oh, why, how, like, how are you still watching? This is pretty boring. And I'm like, it is boring, but I can't stop watching it. Like my favorite streamer, old Kryken, 
he does a lot of randomized nuzlocks with much of the same setup we have. I don't think he's ever done like a soulbound thing, but you really do get attached to Pokemon. And even though he usually takes like he like gets his Twitch subscribers, whoever subscribes the most money or whatever, gets the name of the Pokemon, and that's where you get like PP Baby Boy for because <laughs> 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 of course they always end up something terrible. But uh, yeah, like. I knew I wanted to do this. And whenever you came with the energy, like, I really want to do this. I'm like, thank God. Let's do it. <laughs> we jump in. Well, the people over at Play Along Podcast, who we stole this idea from, they they made it seem so fun. Yeah. And I was named in their in their Nuzlocke, so I had to return the favor. And it's only natural. It's only, it's only was it magical? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. what What is the word? Serendipitous? I'm thinking of a fucking big boy brain word, and I'm fucking obviously too stupid to know. But... Uh, it was great that we did end up naming Jared and everyone for that matter, besides Kai. Kai, Kai kind of got a shitty Pokemon, but like um, everyone lived basically for the longest time from there. So it's like pretty great. But yeah, they named me after a uh, when they were doing their brilliant pearl shining diamond, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. But uh, they were doing their playthrough, and I was the cat, the Shinx. Yeah, Shinx. Is cat. it? Uh, yeah, the electric cat, and I was a big boy Pokemon in Jared's game too. So before I was murdered. So whenever we came in and started playing, I had so much fun and I was very excited to do this. And after the first day, I could not wait to keep coming back and play more. Like I was really into this so much so that I was already like, Nave, next time we play on a play, blah, 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 blah. And you were instantly like, I can't go through this again. And I'm like, yeah, let me think about it for a sec. I don't think I'm ready to go through this again either. Like, especially <laughs> not with your computer set up as it is, but like a year from now, I would really love to do this again. Yeah, so. especially on a like maybe a 3D Pokemon. Not a 3D, but a, a 3DS Pokemon. Yeah, definitely like a like DS a newer game. one. So, listeners at home, I cannot recommend this type of gameplay to almost anybody. Like, this was terrible. <laughs> this was bad gameplay at its finest. But the cracks the, shine through around yeah. hour like 15 of, of grinding. Yeah. Once you get around hour 15, it really starts to get good. But no, like... If you're really into Pokemon, then you'll probably like this. If you have a bro that you don't mind almost hating by the end, you know, like get like do this little experience experiment, whatever. But overall, I do not recommend this as a game. You could probably have more fun playing anything else. But I had a lot of fun. This might add a little extra fucking work on your part. I was I was bitching the whole game basically. I was very upset. I mean, you everyone anyone would if they were resetting their game for the fucking 23rd time in an hour. But if you could and if you don't it's fine, but splice in the very end of our vod when I when we win how fucking absurdly excited and happy I am that we fucking did it. Like if yeah, like just write it, it yeah, just throw it in like right here at the end. Or like either here or like as the music's playing or whatever. Probably put it out of the end. Listeners at okay. home, definitely listen in for that. All right. So, Nave, now that we've said our final words, what are we doing next week? Um, I we so I bought that visual novel game. That might be what we do. So because they that game's very short, we could probably knock it out in one afternoon, and then we can move on to like a really big beefy game, which. I don't have the so I don't know. We could do anything really. Well, 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 actually, yeah, we have a we have an interstitial uh, game that's going to pop up. You want to talk about that? Because you're the one that set it all up, so you oh yeah talk about it. So Apollo, the co-op game, or Apollo, a co-op game. 
God, now I'm not sure on the exact title. We, uh, I'll put the title in the notes. Anyways, that we reached out to, we're going to have a guest on that the developers from Apollo, a co-op game. Uh, we played the demo over the weekend. The game isn't out yet. It's still in development. They currently have a Kickstarter going. So if you want to support some indie game developers, go support them. But the, the game was really good. Uh, we're going to talk to him. We're going to ask him about his studio, uh, the game itself. And we'll probably save a lot of our thoughts on it for that episode. Yeah, we uh, on our Twitch tra- on our Twitch channel, which Philip plug Philip will plug. But it's there's a vod of us playing the Apollo game, and it's very interesting. I mean, it's very short because it's just a demo of what they're trying to accomplish, and they have a Kickstarter and everything. But um, I had a lot of words about the game. Like I was I was pretty impressed with it. Like it, it's an interesting idea for sure. All right, and so I was thinking we would probably do monster game, and then after that we could start a big boy game like. Maybe a way out. A way out would be fun. That's yeah. a pretty easy game to get a guest on for too. I was thinking about getting a guest for this Pokemon episode, and then I thought about how long it was going to take, and I was Plus, like, uh, having a third person here, it would it would be mostly our experience anyways. And we're like, guest, yeah, stop talking. I need to talk about Jared the Articuno some more. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, at, hopefully everyone who was mentioned in the game or in our, uh, hopefully everyone who was named in our game is satisfied with at least one of their Pokemon. I know there's a couple people who are probably upset, but unfortunately, that's just the name of the game in Nuzlocke, so you don't get to choose what Pokemon you run into. I don't know if we explained that rule, but it, yeah, just Google Nuzlocke. We, we're not going to explain. It's it, it, We're two hours in, too. Yeah, we need <laughs> Never mind. we're getting out of control. All right, co-op partners, thanks for joining us today. Maybe we can go self-destruct in some long grass <laughs> together together next time maybe i could get destiny bonded and lose my favorite guy to a wabafet see ya wait i won right. i won i'm on the last pokemon I don't know if I'm going to win. Oh, I can't believe it, dude. Struggle him. Wow, your fucking team looks... I didn't lose... Oh, I lost Ben. That's the only person I lost was Ben. Oh, Gary. You fool. You could never be a Pokemon champion. Secret is to have friendship with your Pokemon. We did it, dude. I've grown up so much since my left with my Squirtle. I didn't have a Squirtle. Take Take a screenshot of your Pokemon and then X out the ones that died. Okay. This was great, dude. Was it great? That was really scary. We won. It wasn't scary for me, actually. <laughs> I fucked him up. Like I was fucking him up. Yeah. I mean, like I think I think like 65-70% of the time we did this, the process was painful. But a lot of pain. Yeah, a lot of pain.